Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Flash family, are going through every single issue of every single volume of the Flash Rebirth. This week, let's get ready for war! It's the Flash War, volume 8 of the Flash Rebirth, written by Joshua Williamson with art by Howard Porter and Scott Collins. We have been waiting for this one. I am so excited to be talking about this, but I am not alone. Of course, I am joined by the only two men who I would trust to race with me around the world as I try to find my missing children. First off, he might look like one of my rogues, but he's actually a pretty chill guy. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I'm a pretty cool guy. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm pretty cool, but I'm tough. I'm real tough. And he might seem like he's another one of my rogues, but really, he's just trying to make me the best Flash possible. It's Jacob Brown. Hey, look, I traveled back in time. I killed your mom. I came back. Uh, yeah, we're going to be fine. You're, you're, you're good. I think you're, you're going to turn out great. Like Patrick Warburton's reverse flash. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, Barry. No, uh, I'm. It was me, Barry. It was me, me the whole time. Yeah, listen, right. Barry. I uh, just want to go back in time and kill your mom. That's all. <laughs> the knife. The knife to kill Barry's mom. Barry's mom's uh, knife to kill the knife. Yeah, the knife. Squeak, 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 squeaker. Great, great ref. Hell yeah. Uh, oh my god, Barry! <laughs> <laughs> Him going through time. <laughs> He's in the house and young Barry's going downstairs to get a glass of water. <laughs> Goes back upstairs. He's like really fast so you can like, see him. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of into that, actually. It kind of sounds good. <laughs> it kind of sounds pretty good. Patrick I don't know. Gordon. Patrick Warburton is Ebon Thon. Well, well, I, 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 I think we, we got to give, uh, we got to give him a shot as, uh, as Mr. Hunter Zolomon. I think that'd be interesting as well. If we, if we have Macho Man Eobar, yeah, we've got listen. Patrick Warburton, Hunter Zolomon. Listen, Wally, I just uh, want you to be the best kind of hero you could be. Okay. <sighs> Oh my God, Wally! Squeak, squeaker, squeak, squeaking. Squeak, squeaking. <laughs> we oh, are yeah. talking Flash War, guys, and I have been waiting for this. I remember when this was first coming out, this was the big thing going on. Like, there was other stuff obviously happening in the DC Universe. We were ramping up for Doomsday Clock. But this was a huge deal for me as a Wally fan. And I have a feeling our listeners who are familiar with the series have also been waiting for this because there are so many people who've reached out both in the mailbag and on social media that are like, we're here, we're here. It's flash war time. I'm so ready. So let's just fucking talk about it. Let's, let's dig into it. Real quick though, I do want to mention... Uh, because it is relevant to this to this book club. Last week, we got the uh, preview for Invincible Season 2. And not just that, 
We have possible confirmation that Robert Kirkman and the people behind that show listened to this book club. I mean, somebody has to. Right? Somebody has to. There's no way. The poster. There's literally no way. The poster. Great poster, by the way, showcasing everybody who's going to show up in in the uh, in the second season. Those motherfuckers used the tagline almost there. I mean, it's kind of There's a specific. There's no thing. fucking way. That they do not know about this. I'm sorry, it's so specific. I like it because he's not he's not gonna be showing up this season. Fucking what if he does? That's way I, that's way too early. What if that's he does? No, like does? that's that's way too early. And even if yeah. so, why would they use that as the tag? Like that's that's so specific. Yeah. That's I'm just so specific. We made that a thing. We made that a thing. And actually, I will say uh, Doug made that a thing. Doug made that a thing. <laughs> when when he made the made full video in the, in the card. So shout out to him. Shout out to Doug. But yeah. Doug, you should I be was, getting paid. You, we should all be getting paid for this. We should, we should be getting yeah. royalties, royalties right now. I was, I was aghast. I could not I, believe. I could not believe that. I was astonished. I was like, wait a second. That's not real. No way. <laughs> it was a joke. What the hell? But, but I saw it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Um, also, the same. Day, they also dropped a trailer. Looks great. Can't wait mm-hmm. for it. But they also dropped an hour-long Adam Eve special. Uh, the best episode yeah. of the series so far. Holy fuck! Yes. What yeah. an episode. Yeah. Uh, this thing covered it, the uh, Invincible Presents oof. Adam Eve, which we also covered in the book club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Go back and uh, listen to that. God damn, was it good? God damn, it was, was it good? Not only did it do well in ad, uh, like adapting that comic, but further expanding upon it, as well as giving us something mm-hmm. that was really kind of unexpected, which is uh, Lance Reddick being the Eric, being Eric and Erickson. <sighs> Jesus. Jesus. As soon as he Big. spoke, my eyes started welling up. Big yes. to him. <laughs> like, he has. He had one of the most recognizable voices. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of really bums me out that yeah. we're not going to get to hear more of that. Yeah. Yeah. He was so good. He was so, so good. good in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the, the voice talent across this episode is so great. Uh, Steven Root. As, yes. uh, as Brand what's Dwarf? his name? Uh, really yeah, really Dwarf, like yeah. wonderful, really good. Wonderful. Really Steven Root like continuing to be one of the best actors in Hollywood. Yes, uh, completely yes, agree. One yeah. of the most and underrated character actors and just one of the best actors. Go on, I don't know agree. if she showed up in the first season, but fucking Gray Delisle as as uh, Eve's mom. Yeah, like wonderful. again, one of the wonderful. most recognizable voices in yeah. the industry. Yeah, I've been in love with it since I was a so kid. So great. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. For, they got the guy who, uh, Fred Torreson, who's always the Hulk. They got a shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fred yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be your dad. Yeah. yeah. Plays, so freaking good. I'm so glad good. they downplayed his, like, assholeness in this, ep- in this uh, special, I don't by the think way. they did. Here's well, the thing. I don't think they downplayed it, but I think they made him more of a person and not yes. just an asshole. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. Just yeah, just yeah, a yeah. little bit more of a person yeah. person. You know what? There's, yeah. there's a little bit of remorse there in yeah. like one of the scenes. I was like, oh hey, yeah. okay, interesting. And this was him just being full on an unpopular opinion. I don't like <laughs> that. Some people are just awful 
and that's no. just how yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, I agree. Some people yeah, are just agree. awful. They but, they took away some of his dialogue that's in the comic uh, that's in the comic that I was just like mm, no you should have kept some of that just to prove a little bit of like how he's much, terrible like, he's still he's a, a terrible, terrible person. person yeah he's still a terrible person but yeah. so good obviously something that Invincible does best those needle drops holy shit love oh. all the music oh and, and uh, yeah said, the music choice for this episode was so good great. Also, there there was a little bit of like expanded universe drop. They they mentioned like where's uh, when the what was it their version of the the guardians when the guardians was fighting like, yeah. in the beginning yeah. Uh, but it's not just that. It was really funny because they were like, "Where's Nightwing? Oh, he's still recovering from the the fight with the Chrono Dial." I was like, "The Chrono uh -huh. Dial, yeah, capes, oh yeah. my god, cool, uh, cool, good shit." That gives me hope cool. that one day we're gonna get that cape spinoff. Cape spin off. Fingers crossed. We could. That could be the Gen that, V. Yeah. It could, of, which looks of this show. Yes. fine. Which looks fine. <laughs> it looks uh, fine. has more people from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina than I expected it would. <laughs> it has uh, the exact amount of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that I could take. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, the exact amount I could take. <laughs> no more. Uh, and unfortunately, it has 100% uh, more people of the Wednesday netflix show than i would like uh <laughs> by by marking one person uh hey wednesday was good yeah but that person's a gross person so. yes oh correct 100 <laughs> but uh yeah i it that looked fine but it was really all about adam eve and just it's the animation right. continues to slap whether it's the opening battle between the guardians of the globe and the fucking lizard league yeah i was yeah. so happy the, to see the lizard the league with little, little lizard of, prince holy yeah. shit holy what shit what a what a what a great thing that is that was awesome. like give them a spinoff <laughs> of a fucking mom of empress just being like look i'll let you blow up the wall you need to do what i say now <laughs> i love it so I freaking it. good uh we the animation the on adam eve specifically Dude, the so fight on the highway Holy it's the fight God. on the highway. The, I keep thinking about the shot of her like it's it's the boxing thing of like the kind of like running yeah, in place, the, the, but yeah. she's like sparking up her feet. Yeah, is, yes. that is going to live rent shit. free in my head. That's fucking excellent. You know what? What a great I, little character quirk that is. I was watching <laughs> it, and I the thing that stuck the most out to me was when she puts up the two shields on either side for phase two and phase three they keep beating in on her and she fucking like pulls them in shatters them and makes them into fucking saint Seiya armor i was yeah. i literally yeah. like out loud i was like yeah like I, just fucking, yeah. I could not take that shit i i kind of wish this was just the show <laughs> <laughs> and I, I listen. I love Invincible. That's my boy. Now, I love that book. But I kind of wish it was just the Adam Eve show. This <laughs> this special gives me faith that she's going to be given more to do in the show. Yes. Yeah. And I'm yes. very excited for the prospect of that. Yes. Especially also, since, I, since I think we're past the amber of it all, I think she'll have a lot more. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and I also, also really hope that, that, good. oh, sorry. I was just going to say that if if this was as good as it was, uh, I'm really hopeful to seeing that Rex explode special that they're probably going to do. Yo, I hope drop they do that Rex on me. Yeah. I drop hope they that do Rex on me. 
Like, well, they have to because their their stories uh, are to are with each other. Yeah, they are. so so they are. it makes sense that they have to. I, like, I wonder like, if they're it. gonna do it that way. They're gonna drop it between seasons two and three. Yeah, because because they've already stated mm. that the the break between seasons two and three is not gonna be as long as, as long. this one. Yeah. Which oh, is really? good okay. news. Yeah. Oh, thank God for that. But this was three years, so you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I could imagine it wouldn't be as long as this. Yeah. yeah. So I I could easily see them doing that. Yeah, I guess like the voice cast is already fully recorded season three, which is really cool. Which makes me that's, sad. That's but yeah, yeah I'm I'm really excited to see this second season, man. November cannot yeah. come fast enough. Yeah. Seriously. And I don't know, maybe. Maybe we might need to revisit Invincible. Who knows? Let's see. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Revincible? Revincible. Whoa. I mean, we, we went through the comic, so it only makes sense. Whoa. Let's talk some Flash. So, Flash. Oh, yeah, that's War. right. There was a thing. Let's dig into this shit. I am so ready. So we get first a little uh, intro that was included in, I believe, a Flash annual. It was the Flash annual that we read. Uh, was that last week or the week? No, it was the week before. Week before. So that was two volumes ago that we read that annual. And this and was silly that they the included it in this. Yeah. Like the, it's, it's silly that they included this part in this because we met this character last week. Yes. In an issue that came after that annual. Yep. So this doesn't make any sense. But it, <laughs> but it makes sense the way that they collected it. And I'm glad that they did it this way. No, I don't think it does make sense the way that they collected it. <laughs> I think it does. They should have just had it been with the volume that has the annual. So that way you set it up as a prelude two volumes before. So that, that way last week we don't get introduced to Hunter Zolomon and be like, who is that? Like we've already technically been introduced to him in the run of this comic. But it's <laughs> so for people weird. who don't know who Hunter Zolomon is, wink wink, I think it's a good introduction to the character and then the reveal of who he is is here. It's so uh, weird. As, as somebody who was neither one of those, I was confused just regardless. That's that's what I'm just gonna say. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Jacob Wirt operates uh, on a base level of confusion. Uh, you know what? Just, I get it. Yeah, I just I was like, I don't know what's going on in the beginning of this, and it seems familiar, but at the same time, let's I'm just gonna keep going. I'm just uh, I respect that. I respect <laughs> but so I am the pick up I am with the, the general the audience that's just pretty much just like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but uh I'll, yeah, I'll stick with this. I'll still stick with <laughs> So the prelude kicks off in the aftermath of the destruction at the fucking Flash Museum, uh back in the 25th century and the investigators are looking through the wreckage looking through the rubble they're like hey look shit was whack um this is kind of a lot let's go to the wally west wing where everything is still pristine and i just love that there's an entire wally west wing it makes me really happy and that it looks like <laughs> the size of like the other building at phoenix comic-con like it's just a gigantic oh, yeah. fucking hall. Yeah. And you see in this Wally West Wing some of his best moments, him also getting trapped in the Speed Force, him showing up with the Titans, and then all of a sudden he's like, what, the lead investigator is like, wait, that's not right. 
That's wrong. bullshit. What you shouldn't fuck? have that costume. That costume with? sucks. What the Shut hell is this? Up. <laughs> you are toxic. Hater energy. <laughs> but I do it just because I want You've you to be You've been yourself. infected with the negative speed force. I just want you to be the best version of yourself. You are terrible. And That's so all this is. we see the investigators come back <laughs> to. Being real... Oh, wait, no, never mind. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Nega flash. Nega. Yeah. So we see uh, we see the investigators come back to their big old judge person and they give them the report and they're like, hey, look, we did all of our investigating, did some temporal uh, analysis. We're pretty sure Iris West killed Eobard Thawne. And they're like, all right, well, y'all gotta go get him then. And the investigators reveal themselves to be the renegades. Yeah. So the renegades version of the rule. rogues. They rule. They're they are the police in this time, and they're fashioned after the rogues, and they're awesome. They showed yeah. up in one story ten years ago. <laughs> and now they're back. Baby. Right before the new fifty-two. And now they're back, baby. The renegades rule. <laughs> They are led by Commander Cold, and the other team members include Mirror Monarch, which I fucking love. And also later on, they say it's Mirror Monarch 2, like there was a previous Mirror Monarch, and I love that Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, We have Heatstroke, Weather Warlock, and the Golden Guardian. Hell yeah. Yeah. These are my friends. I love them. It's better than like it's better than that judgment that judge guy that was just going like Chucky Soul, your angel of death awaits. <laughs> the judge looks so silly. Like <laughs> his giant like red tornado cloak. He's got a little red tornado cloak. He's got a little cobra commander in him. I love it. I he's love got it. like a Libra oh, mask wow. and a cobra commander vibe. <laughs> like he should Wally be West. like cobra And that's totally not even like Hunter's voice. He's just using that voice when he's wearing the mask. Yeah, it's just when he's wearing the mask. That's it. (laughs) And so the the judge person goes off after they head off to arrest Iris West. He enters the enemies of the Flash wing and reveals himself once again as Hunter Zolomon, but now with the added context that he is Zoom. And Zoom will make the Flashes go to war. So this was the part of uh, Jacob Goodhart's email that I didn't want to spoil just yet because he posited, since we're using the, uh, the 2099 theme for eobard that we use the prowler theme for hunter zolomon and i fucking love that idea hey yo i used it i used the subtle version in last week's episode um key eared listeners might have picked that up but the uh, the elephant sound (laughs) like i fucking love that idea so we're gonna be using that going forward fucking love this and i love hunter zolomon and i love that he's part of this I love Hunter Zolomon. He's such a great character. Uh, Jacob, Hunter Zolomon is responsible for, I think, the single scariest thing in comics. The snaps are the the single scariest thing in comics. So 
a little bit so of backstory, like, Jacob, and so, for any listeners so just, who aren't like, familiar. The Thanos thing? It's oh, worse. It's oh. worse. So, Hunter Zolomon <laughs> was a friend of Wally West's, which we find out in the very next issue, the opening. Oh. Look at this. Weird. Oh, hey. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Sounds like good comic booking to me. Ha <laughs> ha. In, in, um, in times forgotten. That's that's really kind of nice. Because this yes. was pre New Fifty Two. Yes, so, and that's why you get an artist from the pre New Fifty Two to draw it, baby. Yeah. Not fucking Collins, yeah. co-creator on Hunter's Elements. Got fucking Collins. Fucking love that he was part of this. So Hunter's Elements was the child of a serial killer basically and when his uh when his mom found out he killed her and then basically orphaned hunter and so he became a criminal pathologist and that was his area of study and on a particular case where he believed that he would be able to defuse a hostage situation with a murderous clown not that one he was shot (laughs) and mm-hmm. paralyzed from the waist down though yeah later on it would be reckoned that he was just shot and give like that's what gave him a desk job wait i was gonna say yeah he wasn't paralyzed Th- he he walked that. with he walked he was initially paralyzed and then he had to walk with a cane yeah I was like, he, he walked yeah yeah he walked with a cane his true paralysis though did come from getting fucking <laughs> ripped in half essentially <laughs> Yo, he gets Loki'd fucking hard by Dude. Gorilla Grodd. Legit, he gets Loki'd by Gorilla Grodd. It's Gorilla Grodd straight up just snaps him in half. That's awesome. Fuck That's really cool. Dude. He became, so sick. He was That's one of the so best supporting characters in the initial Wally West run. Not the initial Wally West run, the Jeff Johns Wally West run. In the Jeff Johns one. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, right. he, was, he was basically set up to be the Jim Gordon for Wally West. Mm-hmm. He's the guy on the police force who they're friends, they work together, and then yeah, he gets his back broken by Gorilla Grodd, and he's like, hey, Flash, Flash, my guy, my dude, I know, and you know, that you have a cosmic treadmill, and you can go back in the past, and you can fix this for me. You can make it so that, A... I didn't get shot initially, and B, I didn't get fucking nightfalled by Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> you can fix this. You can fix my life. And Wally says, no. Yeah. He refuses to give his friend Harry a vial of blood. I mean, he refuses <laughs> to go back in time to fix things for that was a reference to amazing spider-man 2 that was he refuses to go back in time to fix things for hunter and so hunter in his wheelchair it's still something that sticks in my mind it's the vision of hunter zolomon on the cosmic treadmill in his wheelchair in the wheelchair yeah and him activating it and it blowing up in his face unmooring him from time so he yeah. is not a traditional speedster and the fact that he does not race forward with super speed, he races forward moment by moment. He races moment forward moment. in time. Yeah. That's weird. That's He's a time a villain. Cool, it's, it's a, a cool, cool twist. It's a cool difference. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a very interesting difference there. Yeah. So he seems by, incredibly fast what do you mean because by he's moments? just moving Did in he time. Just, just, what do you mean? Does he so just you, like... He travels instead of at super speed 
like in one linear way he travels moment to moment so he travels temporally yeah it's like ha- it's like the oh. way that it's kind of similar to the uh the time in a bottle thing for quicksilver in that his from you watched X-Men those x-men past. films the best x-men movie x-men what? days of future past days of future past Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. So you gotta, I you yes, gotta so done this even more. So you know how they, they kind of uh, oh that moment, okay that they kind of fundamentally okay. broke super speed in live action movies by basically turning it into time stoppers. Y'all remember that movie Time yeah. Stoppers? Yes. Oh my god. Basically, uh, Hunter yes. is a time stopper. And clock stoppers. Clock, clock stoppers. You're right. Clock, clock stoppers. Yes, thank you. Clock oh stoppers. my god. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Um, so he moves through time rather than through space. Yeah. And so whenever okay. you see him as Zoom, he's constantly phasing in and out. His words will be like elongated sometimes and slow sometimes and like super he, sped up and he rushed speaks together. at a very like strange pace because he's not existing on this plane of on, on this plane of time. So, like he so is like, so he is truly unmoored from time. So, so I understand. So it, so he's it's, so Flash is always moving. So so it's sort of running. So like if you this is like if you're normally like running. This is like norm running and stop, and then running and stop, and then yeah. running and stop. Okay, yeah. all right. That's so that, that's, that's so picture like the Flash is running in a straight line. Hunter Zolomon moves in horizontals alongside yeah. that. along that line. <laughs> okay. So he's right. he's, he's so fucking cool. He's so that's pretty sick. cool. That's neat. Uh, That's really he's cool. got an awesome costume. It's very much the reverse Flash costume, but with lenses over the eyes, like yep. purple lenses over his eyes, uh, <laughs> that make him look like he has like big purple eyes with little beady red eyes inside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah the, uh, oh yeah. What the a lot of people though. kind of view as the like the definitive like reverse Flash look is zoom's look is zoom's look he's got the black eyes with the red irises or the red pupils yeah okay all right okay yeah yeah so just like uh just like with fucking wally west the iconic version of those characters are always somehow attributed to Mm. uh their previous generation weird Mm. weird but yeah so hunter's all fucking rules and we see him in this just fucking wonderful uh moment he is chilling out just chilling doing his thing in his he's in jail because this is after this is all after all of that this is after he's come back a couple times and everything this is right before the new 52 happens uh he's in jail and he has a very specific cellmate and i love him so much and i love him so much love him so much He's got real hate game energy. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eobard Thon is here. (laughs) I fucking love this. And I I love because these two, Hunter Zolomon and Eobard Thon, do not like each other. That's almost my favorite part about them. Yeah, they don't fuck with each other. They don't fuck with each other at all. (laughs) Because 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 Hunter Zolomon's whole thing is that he he kind of thinks he's still a hero. They're diametrically opposed to each other. Yeah, yeah, he's he's being a villain because he wants to make Wally a better hero. Yeah. So Hunter Zolomon's whole thing is that I'm going to do everything to make Wally a better hero. The only way you could be a better hero is through tragedy. So I'm going to give Wally every tragedy possible. 
to forge him into a better hero. And then Eobard Thawne's thing is, fuck that. I just want to ruin Barry's life. I just hate you. (laughs) I just hate (laughs) that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) They are completely diametrically opposed. They have very different ideologies. (laughs) And so whenever they run into each other, Eobard Thawne's just like, oh, this fucking guy again. And Zoom is just like, yo, fuck you. I'm trying to help them. Yeah, it's Gilbert absolutely thinks that Zolomon is a cuck. Like, he, he's like sure. this, this, this fucking this dweeb, cuck. this like, Flash <laughs> simp, <laughs> simping for the legacy of the Flash. Look at this, sitting over here with his dick in his hand. What is this guy doing? <laughs> and I, I just they hate each other. But referencing what we were talking about before, um, we, we'll get to the snap. We'll we'll give you some context for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you context it, for that because it's fucking terrifying. It's but the so, scariest thing. We see now, we cut to now, um, where the Justice League is doing what they can to try and help Wally, because he has been having these uh, Speed Force seizures and these visions of his family. And the Justice League is trying to help him, but he continues to see things. Like, he looks at Cyborg at one point, and he sees his new Teen Titans costume and he's just like what the fuck and then, and he, then sees he sees the gold man costume gold man co- Wait, he I was forget like, about this shit, oh, awesome. i forget about it so all good. the time i love that so much it's i love that I, that's so I, 90s I love, it rules I, I need that in doom patrol can you put that in doom patrol please i need uh, that in doom patrol i wish we'd been able to get that in doom patrol <laughs> I, 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 I just wish the best for jovian wade he's yeah agreed he's the best cyborg can i tell you a cool story real quick yeah please i remember when uh when doom patrol first premiered i was at my comic shop uh house of secrets check it out burbank where i was talking to uh to paul the owner there uh shout out to him he's great uh, we were talking about, and I was like, "Oh, did you watch Doom Patrol?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm really excited. That jo- that Jovian kid's really good, and he's like a big fan." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, how do you know that?" He's like, "Well, while they were filming, he would come in here and buy Cyborg comics." That's cool. And I think that's the coolest thing. Ah, that's cool. yeah. Like that's, that's the coolest cool. thing. That is the coolest thing. And so, oh, yeah, so I, just, I just think it's dope as fuck. That's sick. Yeah. That's sick as shit. Yeah. yeah. Just- just glad that like 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 he got so much influence from Do- uh, from the twelfth Doctor to be like, all right, I think I will apply myself, and then all of a sudden he just winds up in the Doom Patrol thing there. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, it's really <laughs> cool. I I I historically do not like the character of Cyborg. I think that character mostly sucks. Um, I love Jovian Wade as Cyborg. I I think he is the best version of that character. Period. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Like, I, I love him. He's so good. So I wish the best for him. So we got to the Batcave where uh, Barry has a bit of a freak out. And I love that Alfred is kind of always there giving him uh, his his sassy advice. Yeah. Uh, Barry yes. cracks the back computer at one point and then fixes it. And he's like, OK, hey, look, I'm going to I'm going to go. And <laughs> fucking Alfred is just like, hey, look. I really appreciate that you cleaned that up. You have no fucking clue how many how many batarangs I have to clean up from this on a day to day basis. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so I just good. like that Alfred loves all of Bruce's friends. 
yeah. just a little bit more than he loves Bruce. Yeah. Because <laughs> yes. anytime yes. Superman comes in, he's just like, oh, thank God. How are you doing? Oh, hey, uh, Clark. Hey. What's up, man? Like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know what I'm I also don't remember what comic it is, but I will forever have the headcanon that he meets up with the Kents for like a monthly. Like, oh my brunch. God. I Was that like Superman, Batman? Maybe. Like forever ago? Maybe. Yeah. I, no, that is absolutely in my. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. He, the... he, he hangs. Oh, no, no. It's Injustice. Is it? Isn't it it's Injustice? In... injustice. Maybe. But they talk say, about that. But I, also, but I do remember, like, uh, it's shown up somewhere. But either it's way, somewhere. But yeah, that's, that's it, it is my head cannon for, for sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So Barry determines he's like, I'm gonna go fix this. I need to find Wally. We're gonna figure this out together. So we cut back to the 25th century, but earlier, where uh, in the uh, in the aftermath of. Hunter Zolomon being broken out by Eobard. This is Eobard prior to the button. This is very important because yes. there is an indeterminate amount of time between Eobard remembering everything pre-New 52 and then the button happening. It seems like it happened directly after it, but apparently oh. not because speedsters and time. Yep. Oh my God. And oh, so geez, my following head this, is yes. hurting so following much. This, he went and broke uh, Hunter out of the out of prison, brought him to the 25th century, gave him his speed back, and he's like, look, I need your help. I, I fuck it. Look, bro, I hate you, but we bro. gotta figure this out, because <laughs> bro, I'm getting this, real impatient, bro, Chacho. And Hunter's like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> I've got a plan. I've got an idea. We're we've turned the cops into the rogues, because they fucking suck, and it's great. <laughs> we've temp we've taken over the temporal courts it's we're we're doing this like it's a step-by-step -step process and eobard because he sucks is like oh i'm done waiting here i had you for five minutes and now i'm going off to do my own plan <laughs> i i do love eobard specifically being like mary allen let me down more times than i can count but i still believe in one thing he told me Every second is a gift. Like, I love him throwing that fucking back. Fucking immediately goes, he's like, That's bro, bullshit. shut the fuck up. Shut up. I am so tired of you using your stupid lines. Like, oh my God, you say that for everything. <laughs> we're in line at Taco Bell and it's taking just a little bit longer and you fucking hop out of the line and you're like, every second is a gift. Like, shut up. Look at Hunter doing the SpongeBob. He's like, every second is a gift. <laughs> and so Eobard's like you know what I'm fucking done with this I'm tired of waiting I'm gonna go to the 21st century and get what's fucking owed to me and so he speeds off to the button and the events of the button as far as we know button, button. maybe Who's even yeah button? maybe even before that so we see uh, back in the present day Wally West going through um basically his life going through the old uh titans hangout spot going through his old home going through the lab where he got struck by lightning and going into the flash museum and he's, he's going through his ken phase right now hey, um he's got Wally, real ken energy 
Wally West just needs to know that he's Knuff. Listen, he does. But right now, it doesn't matter what he does. He He's still number two. Whoa. That's how DC treats him. So wow. fucking true. Because that's not, how DC treats so him. So not right now, which is great. We are in a great Thank age God. of Wally West comics. Thank God. Um, so we see him looking over the flash museum with a very specific statue that might be important i don't know maybe who's who's to say cobra yes there's also that one (laughs) (laughs) there's also that one yes uh i do love as well um the little plaque giving the different eras the golden age silver age bronze age i love it p present platinum Oh, I thought it was platinum. Okay. <laughs> I know you think it's platinum, but it's present. Yeah. Uh, I think we're living in the platinum era. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Sure. <laughs> and so Wally's just like, God, I just, I got to come to the Flash Museum somehow. It Wait gives a second. Me, like, huh. Those years, 1940s. Yep. Mm-hmm. Debut of Jay Garrick. 1956 mm-hmm. debut of Barry West. Barry, Barry. Barry West. Barry Allen. 1986, the debut of Wally West as as the Flash. Flash. And 2006, 2006, the debut of Bart. Oh, shit. I'm just realizing that's sick. Uh, Yeah, uh, I I love that shit. That's sick, dude. That's so tight. And so we see Barry show up. He's like, hey, look, uh, fuck, dude. Are you okay? And Wally's just like, yeah, I just, I needed to come here. And Barry's like, Why? Well, I was like, well, you know, the Flash Museum, it just like it, it, it centers me. He's like, dude, there is no Flash Museum. And the fucking zoom out of them just being in this empty in lot, this empty lot breaks yeah. my fucking heart every yeah. time I read it. Yeah. And Wally yeah. just crumpling to the ground. He's just like, we, what? I know there was because when Wally was the Flash. There was a Flash Museum. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely fucking breaks my heart. This is fucked, dude. He's totally become, oh, I don't know. How do you say it? Unmoored from time. I also do love how, and I, the name of the colorist escapes me. So I'm sorry. Let me go look that up again. Um, colors are by Hi-Fi and Luis Guerrero. Um, I kind of love the slight magenta tone of Wally's suit in the Scott Collins. I was going to say, issue. I really do. I kind of do, because it also harkens back to magenta. And I just, I it like it. It does. I like it. But I, I don't like the color. To it. I don't know. It's hard for my eyes to see. That's fair. <laughs> I, don't know why. I prefer the deep red, but yeah. I do like the magenta. Because it also differentiates their color palettes a little bit. Yeah. But the, so the blue whiteness uh, of his like uh, of lightning and his like symbol. I yeah, the like, silver. Dig with that. Yeah, the silver yeah. is a little pretty cool. But yeah, it, it's I don't know. It, it's the hair. It's the hair. I like that thing. It's the hair. I like that suit. It's good hair. It's about the exposed hair. Is Warden Wolf here? I mean, it's nighttime. And it's raining. Prime oh. vampire hours. Oh, oh you're oh, right. Yeah. You're right. He's probably watching. He's just on a, on, on a on a faraway rooftop, just going, good hair. I don't know who that boy is, but good hair. Good, good hair. 
<laughs> and so Barry and Wally decide they're going to figure this out together. They race off. Also, I love that even though it's the W52 costume, Scott Collins still draws Barry with the buzzsaw belt. Yeah, yes. I love that. That's yes. nice. You know why? Because the buzzsaw belt rules. It's the best. <laughs> That's why they made the figure of it. It's the definitive God, Flash figure that now. The figure is so fucking perfect. Gorgeous. It's the best Flash figure. It's incredible. Oh, uh, God, it's the second so best Flash good. figure next to the Jay Garrick. But really those good. are literally the two. Those are literally two the best. Two. <laughs> the two best. So we cut back to Hunter Zolomon watching the, watching the events of the button. He's just like, huh, weird how wow. it works out. <laughs> it's almost kind of like he should have fucking waited. Oh, that <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and as this, all the events of this, the events of Rebirth, as Hunter's watching this, he realizes Thawne was right. The Flashes don't deserve my faith. They deserve nothing. If the Flashes refuse to see the road to being a better hero... And I will take them down a road to war. Dun, dun. Is that just not the perfect villain suite of all just time? Fucking Jesus great. <laughs> and Rules. so Rules. next chapter cuts to N Media Res with the sky darkening, a storm is a brewing, and Barry and Wally are arguing. And Barry is like, look. I've I've been where you're at. This is bad news. And Wally says, if you don't run with me now, I will make sure you never run again. We cut back 47 minutes and 18 seconds earlier. Love that. Literally what it says. It's love that. (laughs) It's really good. Not 47 minutes and 18 seconds from the beginning of this volume. Not 47 minutes and 18 seconds from the 25th century. Nor 47 minutes and 18 seconds from the events of the button. Nor, thank you, 47 minutes and 18 seconds earlier from the beginning of this episode. 47 minutes and 18 seconds earlier from right now. (laughs) This is my villain origin. I'm just trying to make you a better hero, Malcolm. This is my villain origin. We see Iris and Wallace making uh, making some nice uh, aunt and nephew time, where they're fixing up this motorbike, and I just I love like gearhead Iris West. I love yeah. the idea. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah cool. Iris West uh, continuing to be the absolute dream. <laughs> That's ain't that the truth? Yeah, boy. That that panel when uh, Barry and Wally like arrive and Iris is just on the motorcycle. Yeah, God damn. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know who would be a really great older Iris? I say hmm. older, just as in like you know, if Adult? she's not like playing thirties, Iris. Yeah. Uh, Jordana Brewster. This has real Jordana Ooh. Brewster energy. Oh wow. Good call this is real jordana brewster energy like i actually like that idea a lot yeah like i think she i i mean the dream would literally be paul walker as older (laughs) barry and jordana brewster as iris west i mean if you look at fast five 
that's 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 <laughs> them right there. Like they're right there. <laughs> That's when, literally the dream. When, he when, looks when, like Hobbit when, with Barry Allen. When like. fucking Barry Allen runs at, into the fucking Speed Force and Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's been a long day. I mean, I'm just saying, right? You, right? Like, that's. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for our real life Final Crisis so Paul Walker can come back. Like, that's <laughs> real that's life where, Final Crisis. That's where I'm at. And then Paul Walker's going to come back and help save us all. And Vin he Diesel's Max Mercury, and he is just like. You gotta run one quarter mile at a time. Fuck! <laughs> Vin Diesel's Max Mercury would be awesome, dude. He would rule. As Max he Mercury. would rule in that fucking shirt. He yes. would rule. The fucking deep V. Fuck! That would be so dope. Shit would be so dope. <laughs> oh I'm, my god! I'm actually right, really right. into this idea. Now. All right, so we got to do an episode. Where we're casting all the Fast and Furious people as different <laughs> Flash people because now the brain is just going. Now the brain's going. So we see uh, Barry and Wally uh, arrive after just saving some people, and we get a little dissension in the ranks. Barry's like, "Hey, like, you uh, you kind of went off the script with the whole tidal wave." And Wally's like, "I did it, right?" And so there's a little dissension to kick Wally's things off. Wally's not used to being the Flash with Barry around. Yes. I think we need to really, yeah. really point that out. He's used yeah. to just being his own Flash and figuring his own shit out. Because, because he's right a capable after, adult. Yeah. And right after Barry came back in the previous DC Universe, Flashpoint happened. So they didn't really yeah. get enough time to figure out that balance. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so we see uh, Wally getting flashes of his previous continuity of him being the flash of him we get to see howard porter first howard off porter drawing justice this. league with howard porter with my boy he's a little in the back which is unfortunate but my boy oh Martian yeah. kyle ray i am gonna fight you <laughs> i just got back from tucson i will drive back down there and fight you in the parking lot oh it's aquaman it's a, right it's, it's I will fight you Aquaman. both on the moon. <laughs> it's the worst version of Aquaman is 90s Aquaman. Ugh. I disagree. Uh, I disagree so with you too. What? See, what do you think is worse? We also see... Uh, we're not going to talk about it. So yeah. we also see uh, a, a cut from... And I love, the, I love the contextualization of this. This is from, I believe, The Return of Barry Allen. Where yes. Wally's saying, you're no Barry Allen. Yes. But to yeah. him... He's seeing someone calling him No Barry Allen. No Barry Allen, yeah. And I fucking love that. Really interesting. I love the idea of that. Yeah. yeah. So, again, Wally's having his Speed Force seizure just as the Renegades show up. And they're like, hey, yo, Iris West, you're fucking under arrest. Flashes, you gotta stay out of this. And obviously the Flashes are like, are these the fucking rogues, dude? No, they're different. And then you hear the Imagine Dragons pop up in the back. Like, eh, eh, living like we're renegades, renegades. <laughs> so, so anytime the renegades show up, it's just a different Imagine Dragons song. <laughs> like in the future, all all different teams have like a music sponsor, 
And imagine yes. dragons is for the red is for the renegades. It is it is usually radioactive because someone had to buy that song and be able to use it since the Spider-Man musical died. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm working up. I fucking yes. I actually fucking love Imagine Dragons. So we see I'm I'm toxic as fuck. So no, we hey, see... listen, they support Sag Afra, so I can't say nothing bad about them. They that is a complicated situation because there are also details that maybe the studio bought them and paid them to be there. But oh, we shit, don't we don't shit. know that for sure. We don't know that for sure. That's ah, fucking wild. We don't know that for sure. That is crazy. But yes. So again complicated situation with these strikes just Whoa. pay your fucking actors pay your writers pay your fucking actors pay, pay your fucking writers pay everybody you rich fucks you rich fucks that's how i know this world is just a simulation because shit like that exists so we see <laughs> barry trying to let cooler heads prevail he's like look let's at least hear them out we know the rogues wouldn't like attempt something like this. And while he's just like, of him is so funny though. I know. Like he's being such an old white man. Like, just because Iris West fits the description, we gotta let them go through this process. As an officer of the law myself, such a fucking cop. I do. <laughs> he's such a fucking cop. Of course, he sides with the cops. He's, he's, he's literally such a cop. This could be a big reference, but like he's like Barney Five from Andy Griffin. I was like, wow, guys. That's exactly a Barney Five just, voice like, or a, a face that he's making in that panel. <laughs> Barney Five Jimmy Stewart mix. Like, hold on now. Now, we can uh, talk we, about it. We let's talk, talk about let them do first. this. Now, we, we, gotta, we gotta let the renegades do this. Now, it's, because it's, the cops okay. are the law. They uphold the, the law. law see? Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on here. And you know what? Uh, that fucking makes sense, too, because Brian O'Connor was a cop. I mean, Brian was a cop. Exactly, you know? And I was a cop. Uh, <laughs> I'm just oh. saying. I and think I cracked the code. Lawrence. Paul Walker should have been Barry Allen. He should have been a young Paul Walker, especially Ooh. like Fast and Furious One. Paul Walker would have been a like, great Barry Allen. Dude, no guys, uh, fuck the, man. Paul Walker from that Surfer movie, that duo buddy movie, uh, like, yeah, movie that uh, he did. That that oh, is shit, Paul Walker. What's the name of that movie? God, I can never remember that. What's the name of that movie? Uh, yeah. I keep I, wanting to say Deep Blue, and it's not. Uh, it's oh, something shit. like that. Eric, there is the there is this surfer movie that has this one unknown guy and Into Paul the Walker. Blue. There you Into go. the Blue. That's Into it. Thank you. Blue. Yes. Thank you. Into Thank the you, blue. IMDb. Please. Oh uh, yeah, it had Jessica Alba in it. Yeah, yeah. this is Jessica Alba. Mm -hmm. Jessica Alba. Also, yes. Jessica Alba would have made a great Iris West. Iris think. West, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Done a great job. Uh-huh. Uh, so we see wally basically go fuck the police and he runs off with iris coming straight from the underground and he <laughs> heads off and the renegades are immediately in pursuit barry and wallace chase after them iris is like wally what the fuck are you doing like put me down i can take care of myself and we don't run from a fight and the renegades show up and every it's a ballroom blitz Hell yeah, it is. My fucking favorite part of this is 
the assumption that the Golden Guardian has the same powers as the Golden Glider, and that is an incorrect assumption. That oh, is wrong. Yeah. Because so they she's just got go, juice, baby. Golden Guardian, you're up. And she goes, in blackest day and brightest night. And Yo. I fucking flip out every time because I forget yeah, every I time. Yeah, I forget every time. It rules. She's this, a member of the Sinestro Corps. This it rules. Was like, this was it a surprise. Rules. It was the best part. This is probably my favorite moment. And of this. so and we one see. One of the constructs that she makes, she makes all of the fucking, the uh, all the reverse flashes. All of the reverse all flashes, the reverse including I'm... our boy. Oh! <laughs> Daniel West. <laughs> it's just, it's so good, dude. And so they they start the fight, and it is uh pretty fucking incredible. I love this battle, man. It is God, Howard Porter. Fucking it, Howard Porter knows how to draw some flash fights. This is some iconic looking shit. It just yeah. looks iconic. Totally, yeah, like absolutely agree. He he draws every. The only thing that I don't love about Howard Porter is how blocky he kind of draws everybody. I kind of love yeah. it. But I kind of love it. But with this kind of story, it works. And he yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's just stylized. I think it works. Yeah. And he's but... great at keynote poses, at iconic uh, character, like differentiating designs. It's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's really good at drawing the different body languages of the flashes. Yeah. Like of the three of them, I think it. You could tell which is which, even if you couldn't tell. You know, yeah. like I, I think he has a very different body language for each of them, which is really cool. And I mean, you can see it in the Sinestro Core constructs because all the reverse flashes look different from each other. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. You know what else he draws really well? Fucking motorcycles, dude. I he draws motorcycles really well, blasting yeah. out of the garage and God. clipping Commander Cold. Uh, dope shit. She's so hot. Dope shit. She's so hot. <laughs> uh, Wally starts to have one of his speed force seizures. Unfortunately, um, the renegades are in hot pursuit, and then all of a sudden, Commander Cold has them stand down. They're like, "Hey, this shit that he's happening are temporal flare-ups. This is what we were chasing. We're gonna bring everybody to the future, and we're gonna figure this out." And so everybody future. goes to the future. They go future. back to the 25th century. And not everybody makes it. Everybody mostly shows up in their, you know, their headquarters. The but Wally isn't courts. worth them. The temporal courts. The TVA. Uh, you see yeah, exactly. The Truman Show. Wally. <laughs> Wally shows up in his own Truman show, the Flash Museum. Yep. And he's going through the wing and he's seeing familiar faces as a voice narrates, This is your life, your real life. We see busts of Impulse. We see busts of uh, Jesse Quick. We see Jesse a, Quick! Jesse, Jesse Quick! Quick. We see a full-on statue of Impulse with Max Mercury, a.k.a. Vin Diesel. Like, yeah. look at that costume. I mean, you tell yeah. you Vin Diesel would look, look, look incredible. Fuck, dude. Oh that would He'd be so out. good. He'd fill that suit out real nice. But Especially a Howard so Porter drawn Max yeah. Mercury is oh, yeah. basically Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. And Fuck. then we see a picture of Wally, Linda, and their two children. 
and immediately I get sad. Mm-hmm. Because Wally is just like, what the fuck? What is this? Because his memory has snapped into the rebirth continuity. And that is when he runs into Hunter Zolomon. And two, two glass cases with the supersuits of Iris and Jay West, his two children. And Zoom says, together we are going to save your children. Sick. I fucking Ooh, love sick, this. Ooh. Sick, dude. Yeah. We cut back also, to... goddamn, can Howard Porter draw that reversal? Dude, that he zoom. loves drawing Zoom. God damn, does he make Zoom look good. Give me a Zoom oh. figure, McFarlane. Give me a... There are a few figures that I need them to announce, but I was very happy that we got our super heavy announced as well as <laughs> your friend and mine. Lord Deathman! Lord Deathman! <laughs> it's like that, and then the almost there. I was like, someone's what listening. What a year! Right? What a year for us for us not to be at SDCC. Someone's listening. This is crazy. And they're not invited. Yeah, someone's listening and not inviting us to Comic Con. Come on, come bullshit. on! Like at this point, it's bullshit. I'm calling it next year. We're next three year. years. They're gonna, We're three they're gonna years be begging to have us. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll, we'll just have to begging say. for us. I mean, they to... kind of, I mean, they kind of like touch base with Eric in the Chris Claremont, like, uh, like that's weekend. different. That's a different con, different con. Uh, that's a different con, but, but that's true. But still, that gets the, the, that gets the noodle there. in there. Hey, San Diego, we'd love to show up next year. Hell yeah, um, baby. We cut back to in times forgotten. And this makes me again, incredibly fucking sad. This shit is really sad. We see Wally with his kids, Irie and Jay. And he's like, all right, guys, we're going to wait. We're going to race. I'm hoping that I can jumpstart your Speed Force connection. Okay, but if I win, you you have to go to the ground, okay? That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> there, and the, the cut of this is so cinematic, too. He's like, ready, set. And then it cuts to Wally alone looking at these glass is... cases unbelievable comic booking unbelievable yeah. comic book that the is page so is incredible wonderfully dramatically paced yeah. joshua williamson full full round of applause literally just for that that is perfect comic booking right there and again sold beautifully by howard porter yeah incredible yes. shit and so we are back to the flash museum in the 25th century and zoom is like look my guy we're actually best friends, but you forgot about me. No worries. We're cool, though. We're going to save your kids. And Wally's like, you are dressed exactly like the reverse Flash. And so I do not fucking trust you. And he socks him on the jaw. And that is when we get the recap, essentially. Uh, we, yeah. we see Hunter Zolomon and Barry, or Wally becoming friends, working together. Fucking Zod picking up Hunter to break him in half. Yeah. Um, him going to great lengths to become the next Reverse Flash, a.k.a. Zoom. And then Zoom about to snap his fingers. Jacob, I swear to God, it's the scariest shit. Don't worry, we're going to get there. And so oh my God. 
and and you also see the panel from the end of rogue war yes where there is both flashes and both reverse flashes both barry and wally going up against hunter's element and eobarthon who again fucking hate each other (laughs) at the end of the the last story in jeff johns's initial flash run yeah uh, rogue war a story that rules story that rules so hard a story that rules so hard (laughs) and so we see um all right we are going to we're going to figure this out hunter's like look i'm not here to fight you like i want to help you man it's all i've ever wanted to do fucking wally blasts him hunter doesn't recover immediately so i blast him so I, so I start blasting. <laughs> so I start blasting. And Wally's like, why the fuck did you fight back? And Hunter's like, I don't have my powers, dude. Like, the cosmic treadmill corrupted my mind. And now this I just, just want to fucking help you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have everybody my dresses this like clothes, this here. Man. Like, everybody God dresses damn. like this. <laughs> and he's like, look. I'm, I'm colorblind. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't see color. I don't see color, man. I always mix up my reds and yellows. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Fuck, dude. dude. I thought like, I was dressing like you. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. He's like, and he, if you do not know any better, this seems legit. Yeah. And it's like, dude, look, you can keep hating me. You can lock me up or we can be heroes together. And we just can for get one back day. everything. Just for, for one day. Meanwhile, back in Central City at the Time Courts. Everyone's trying to figure out where the fuck Wally went. And the renegades are like, fucking shut it down, lock them down. We gotta keep them here while we look for Wally. And Barry's like, fuck this. And he takes out all of the other re- renegades. And he goes if you're gonna he goes up to commander cold and he's like look if you're gonna go look for wally we need to come with you and then zoom gives us the flashpoint story tells us everything that happened including wally and he's like look things snapped back but things were missing and wally's like no no no, no. i've been reading this rebirth era like something else has happened this guy something else is out there blue like, hand very, blue hand you he know. likes his buttons i don't know i don't know i feel like it's gonna lead to a crossover with watchmen but at some point you know i don't know editorial is gonna be not satisfied with that and kind of dip out on that halfway Hunter through goes, that story the alan moore book <laughs> are you in crossover that's stupid that doesn't make ever any do that sense shit. wally you're not <laughs> making any sense wally he, he probably doesn't even want to be credited on that he probably just wants to be credited as the original writer like... and so hunter's like look we know we just need to crack the speed force open because you were trapped in the speed force and everybody else who's missing is probably there too and that's when barry and commander cold show up uh commander cold just absolutely just fucking Hunter Solomon. You are under arrest and immediately he knows fucking who he fucking is. Him. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Wally protects Hunter. Meanwhile, no. Wallace takes Iris to the Wally West Wing, where they where it's revealed they are, and all the major players are here. Wally says, I need to pursue this. If there is if there is even a fraction of a percent. 
that I could bring back my children. We have to treat it as an absolute certainty. <laughs> and Barry's like, I don't know about this, man. I don't know. And Wally goes, I wasn't asking for your fucking permission. And he runs off. And that this rules. Is, this is That's again. Really <laughs> That's silly, but that rules. It, it, <laughs> Wally immediately has the ability to jump into time because yeah. he's that fast and barry is fast. not yeah so uh commander cold uses his his time watch uh his vortex manipulator to send barry back <laughs> to <laughs> or back into the time stream it's clock stopper and yeah. at that exact moment hunter shows up with this little mallet his little time mallet and fucking running commander cold goes like i'm going after him and hunter's like hey you're here fucking because of me dude i created the renegades i made your shit and commander cold with the fucking absolute coldest line dude mac maybe it's time so to go sick. rogue fucking dope as rules. hell metal rules <laughs> 10 out of 10 no notes and of course because yeah. hunter created the renegades because he fucking hates the hunter hates all flash enemies just yeah he it hates out there. villains yeah, and yeah. so he's like, I fucking hate the rogues! And he hits he's like, the mallet. Bad. <laughs> he hits the mallet on the ground Thor style and disappears. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he rules. at that exact moment, we see a giant white wave overtaking everything. Something happened in the past which is erasing this future. Commander Cold grabs Iris and Wallace, and then they're gone. Meanwhile, yeah. back in the present day. The, the, the white wave. Something the Republicans have been trying to do for years. Good <laughs> um, we see back in the present day, Wally, like <laughs> Wally is remembering his life with his wife and his kids. And he is fucking body checked by Barry. Two of them go tumbling down. And Wally is like, I thought you of all fucking people would understand what I need to do here. And Barry's like, dude, Hunter's playing you. We can find another way. I cannot let you do this. And then we cut back to the beginning of the story where Wally says, if you don't run with me, I will make sure you never run again. And Barry's like, look, man, like you can't just go back and change things. And Wally rightly goes, this is real fucking funny coming from you. Mr. Flashpoint over here. Mr. F Mr. Flashpoint over Dr. Doom <laughs> over here. <Dr. laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, so happy. <laughs> and so Barry's like, look, what I did was wrong, but I'm not letting I'm not gonna give you the opportunity to do what I did. What is good for thee is not for me. I can make these mistakes. You're not allowed to make these mistakes. And Wally's like, fuck you. <laughs> and Barry goes, if you run, I will catch you. And just, again, the cinematic nature of this, the lightning cracking yeah. around them. Mm -hmm. And this, ladies and gentlemen, this is time for my musical interlude. This Ooh. is for, uh, at this exact moment, we are playing... Uh, he films the clouds. Maybe she will. Part two. Great fucking song. 
the instrumental it's a it's a piano it's a really swelling sad piano as they are having this moment together barry is it's swelling barry's like if you run i will catch you and we're getting flashes of their time together while ah, getting flashes. struck by lightning the two of them learning to be heroes together the two of them running together uh barry pulling wally out at the beginning of rebirth and wally says you remember what happened the first time we actually raced lightning strikes and fucking wally takes off fucking love it so good rocks what was um, that song again yeah, what was mentioned? it called uh yeah. maybe she will he films the clouds maybe she, oh, maybe will. she will uh maybe she will i believe is all one word Yes, it is. Yeah, so it's it's He Films the Clouds Part 2 by Maybe She Will. Oh, that's like the first thing that okay. popped yeah, up here. Great wow, fucking song. It's all instrumental, except for like at the very end, but it's so it's tragic and it's so good. Cool. So we cut to the next chapter as things are going down. We see our favorite duo of fucking <laughs> Uh, is that Rick Flag, or is that uh, Steve Trevor? No, it's Steve Trevor. Yeah, Steve Trevor in his Trevor and Amanda Team Six era. The two yeah. of them are like shit is going down, and we're getting just cuts to the Hall of Justice, Themyscira, Fortress of Solitude, Arkham Asylum, Dinosaur Island, Gorilla City. Dinosaur Island. They are racing. They set up. I love again. They do a very fast, furious thing. They set up a barricade for them, and these mm -hmm. two just blow through it immediately. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wally uh, is trying. Above all else, we never, ever, ever let them get in their cars. <laughs> and it's the fucking music from Too Fast, Too Furious. Them blasting out of the garages. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Camera swirls around. Yeah. One of the greatest moments yeah. of the entire series. Too fast. Uh, underrated. John Singleton. Maybe. Made a uh, really so we wild see movie. It's what a wild fun. movie. It's a wild movie. It's so fun. Barry gets to call Wally Cuh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking love it. You see, that's the thing is that Barry thinks that Wally is like little nobody. Yeah. <laughs> but really, but really, Wally's better than little nobody. And that's that's the real problem here. I fucking love this now. That's the real problem here. I fucking love this so much. So uh Barry is trying to catch up to Wally. Wally is maybe a pace ahead of him. Um, but they are having this argument. And while this is happening, I love the cutaways to the wider DC universe. They're like, guys, this is really bad. Like things are going wrong. We see Hawkman. Uh, everybody's favorite Hawkman. Um, yeah. He's like, holy fuck, I have never seen this in all the lives I've lived. Uh, Zatanna and Swamp Thing are like, the green is not having a good time right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Atom and the Microvis is like, dude, <laughs> this is fucking bullshit, guys! That's the best one. It's so funny to just think that there's a one panel appearance of the Atom in here. It's like, Justice League, it's the Atom. Please pick up. The Microverse is pissed. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the microverse is super drunk. Is it all I can think of? Like, guys, the microverse is pissed right now. He is falling over. Like, I don't know what's going on up there, but it's kind of wild down here. We oh, even geez. fucking cut 
to New Genesis. Hell and yeah. And we see the Dumb new guys. High Father's like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> and I don't know which one. I don't. I think this is the new 52 Light Ray. I I'm not positive. Uh, Either way, uh, they're yeah, like. Yeah, I think it is actually, yeah. Either way, they're like. I love he's like, is this a fucking disruption for the fourth from the uh, the source wall? And the guy's like, no, something some shit's just going down on Earth, man. <laughs> and <Typical>. so <laughs> they continue to go faster and faster and faster. The Justice League and the Titans get called in. And this is the first time that the Titans have kind of assembled since the Justice League made them disband. Yep. And they're like, dude, we got to figure this out. Like, we need to catch up to them. And fucking Superman's like, I'm on it. And he blasts off after them. I love that shit. Yeah, baby. But and I love that he starts off running, and then you see him flying because he's I not love, fast enough to run as fast as yeah, they were going. I yeah. love the idea, like the visual of him just like running, running, running faster, and then his feet starting to pick up, and he just fucking takes off. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, and he's not even fast enough to catch up to them. No, like he literally just left, and he, he fucking zooms back in, and they're like, "Holy shit!" And he and Superman's just like they're going too fast. Like I couldn't catch them. I love that. So fucking Joshua cool. Williamson, as as evidence, especially this year, knows how to write the fuck out of Superman. Boy, doesn't he just? Uh, hey, you yes. know what, listeners? I might have in previous episodes trashed the idea of Night Terrors because I was not about it. But that <laughs> Night Terrors Superman issue was very good. I'm gonna take your word for it. So we see the uh, Tom Riley drew it. Oh God, I fucking love Tom. Riley. All right, I might have to pick that one up. And he drew it like um, Tim Sale, like it's Tom Riley doing it. Tim Sale art. God damn that's it! All, that's all it fucking is. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I told myself I wasn't gonna buy any of these. I, listen, so, I know, I know, but it's pretty cool. We see Green Lantern as the last line of defense. He's like, I have a very specific understanding of barry's powers yeah i have set up a wall and i'm going to use all of my willpower to vibrate this construct (laughs) at a frequency that if they run through it it's not going to hurt them but it will slow them the fuck down don't worry superman i got this down (laughs) i'm not even a hal guy that's an insult to hal jordan that's funny i was going to say hal jordan (laughs) is the shea wiggum to yes barry allen's paul walker hundred percent he's but he's like i and i love this like scientifically on paper this is gonna work especially because hal has spent so much time with barry yeah are the titular titular brave and the bold they are the brave and the bold and fucking barry and wally blast right through it without any effort fucking wild they flip how jordan in the air from they make him do a backflip yeah i love Dude, and i love barry so like cool. catching him and being like listen how i know you want to help but get the fuck out of here like, yeah <laughs> just running off and <laughs> he awesome. literally does not skip a beat he jumps up catches Hal, lays him down and fucking runs yeah. and hal is shaking the fuck up Hal's freaked out which Hal doesn't get freaked out he's like yeah. that like his hands still fucking shake he's like that nearly broke the ring like he's i like, don't what know the what the fuck they're doing what the hell just happened <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> and so they're getting faster and they're getting faster and barry is finally like you're you were right i wasn't listening to you before I want to listen to you now. 
And Wally's like, okay, we're going to run into the Speed Force and we're going to crack the shit out of it. And he's like, Barry says, okay, but we've gotten lost in the Speed Force before. I have, you have, I don't want to do that again. And Wally goes, we were alone when we did those things. We'll stay grounded because we're each other's lightning rods. And he fucking ascends. We have seen Wally do this before. Back in his run. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I don't think this was when he outran death, but Wally at one point became pure speed force energy with how fast he was fucking running, and he does it again here, and it yeah. is fucking incredible, because Barry cannot keep up with him. Wally is too fast. Wally races into the speed force and cracks that shit wide open. Big explosion, they get thrown backwards, and they're like, wait, what are you guys all doing here? Because they pop up right where the Justice League is, and they look up and the sky has been cracked open. Uh-huh. And they oh, hear oh. a voice. They fucked up. You didn't free them, Wally. You didn't break speed force. You broke the force barrier and unleashed something else that was trapped away long ago. And that's when Hunter Zolomon arrives, having taken out all the Justice League while Barry and Wally were distracted. Barry goes for the same tornado trick that Wally hit Hunter, Hunter with before, and he fucking uses Batman as a shield and throws him up that. into the air. That's so, so funny. Good. And they it's just so let good. him fucking go. They just let him go. They'll yeah. catch Hal, not Batman. Yeah. Not Bruce. Fuck Bruce. Not Bruce. <laughs> And that's what Hunter says, look, I know where your family, your real family is. And I mean that. I wasn't lying. But I saw the dangers that are coming and that the world needs a true hero. I really thought it was going to be you, Wally. But it turns out I'm the only one that can be the hero we need. And he reveals that he has Barry's original flash ring. Because Eobard had it. Because he loves him. Because he loves him. Because he loves him so much. He's like, Eobard had your ring. Do you know that? He's been hanging on to it. Because he wanted to give it to you one day. When you really lived up to his version of a hero. He's like, like, look, I, look, he he asked me to marry him. Unlike you, he can actually (laughs) commit. So look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Weird, Wally. I found someone else, Wally. Interesting. We're open and we have a communicative relationship. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that Mm. interesting? Odd. Mm. Mm. Monogamy isn't really for everyone. Look at that. Oh, wow. Mm. Mm. How about Mm. that? But he, he gives a great evolution to his whole heroes have to be built through tragedy. And he says, no one has faced more tragedy than I have. My name is Hunter Zolomon. I'm the Flash, the fastest man alive. And he dons the Silver the Age Barry Superior Flash suit! Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. When this, this came is... out in single issues, this broke my fucking brain. Dude, I could not same. believe it. I was like, holy shit. Guys, what? 
guys, like for me, music cue for me here was the uh, the flash theme from the TV show, but it was like in a minor key, so it just became like da 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 da. It became just really like warm. Yeah, it was like really warm. Like a like like those y'all remember back in the late two thousands, early twenty tens, those chopped and twisted remixes of everything on YouTube. Yeah, that's what this is yeah mm-hmm. and so hunter basically says you broke the force barrier there are other forces beyond the speed force and now you've set them free barry and wally race at him and he uses the sage force he uses the, the fucking force yeah <laughs> like that, he stops them with the force the sage <laughs> force? Yeah, yeah, right. these forces the sage force and the strength force. They're like, Ooh. zoom, zoom. A name I haven't heard in some time. Sometimes. Oh, I thought... You know who Zoom is? Of course I do. He's me. <laughs> I thought you were what? doing Leonard Snark for what? a sweet second there. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, why is Leonard Snark being back? <laughs> but yeah, so he uses the sage force. He uses the strength force. So we knew previously about something called the still force that was used by the turtle. Mm-hmm. But now Hunter Solomon is in control of all of the forces. And so we see uh, a cutback to Barry and Wally after their first race where Wally lost. And he's like, look, Barry's trying to be a good mentor, and he's like, there's nothing wrong with losing. As long as you remember, we always learn more from losing than winning. And we cut back to the battle at hand, where Hunter is absolutely bodying both of the Flashes. (laughs) And he says, look, I fucking realized the truth of all this. Barry, you know that tragedy makes you a hero. And we're the fucking same. We're the same. We're, I'm actually more like you than I am Wally. Which is so cool for long-term cool. fans. Yeah. Like, having read... And it always, like... Maybe not at the front of our minds, but there was always a question of, like, how would Barry deal with Hunter? Yeah. Because they are so similar. Yeah. Especially given... We're not you so know... different, you and I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, me... We're not so different, you know. Stupid. <laughs> I hate that line so much. No, I, I love it. it. It's so I good. Hate it. It's so uh. good. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting, you know, having the context of in, in real world time, uh, Hunter's Allman is created by Jeff Johns before Jeff Johns gives Barry Allen the backstory that his mother got murdered. Yeah. Um oh, and it's oh. an interesting I interesting wonder parallel. if there was a thought parallel there. Yeah. You know, I it, it, it's it's an interesting uh retroactive kind of thing. Yeah. It's an interesting I mean, rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. So we see uh we and I love again Hunter basically saying destiny turned us into heroes. And now I'm going to be the greatest hero of all. And Hunter goes racing off. So he says, I'm going to do what you couldn't. I'm going to fix the past, the present, and the future. Meanwhile, in the void of time, the time vortex itself, <laughs> we see Commander Cold, Wallace, and Iris. They survived the annihilation of that time, 
and Wallace is able to get them back to present day. Meanwhile, Hunter leads them into the Speed Force. And we see all of the moments. And I love the cuts back to previous Flash runs. Yeah. So freaking cool. And it's using that official art too, which is really yeah. cool. Like yeah, that's it's that's some by some art. really good artists and some art by terrible people. Yep. And <laughs> funny that. Funny that. And we see yeah. at one point in one of these ripples, Wally sees his kids as adults, mm-hmm. Irene and Jay, and a voice reaching out to him, which I remember reading this the first time. I was like, oh, fuck, that's Jay again. Guys, look for Jay so cool get jay garrick in this but it would not be his voice as we found out uh we see a cut of jesse quick uh hunter continues to run and we see a potential we see the flash family pre-flashpoint all together again and Wally's like, I can go there right now. I can reach out. I can be there. And Barry's like, no, no, no. We have to focus. We got to focus, man. We must and, stay focused, my brothers. And, and so they, again, chase after Hunter. And Hunter leads them to a battleground inside of the Speed Force. And he's like, look, we all got here. I don't need you anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to break you. I'm going to break all, all of you. And then I'm going to break the speed force for me, for us. I was born in the speed force. (laughs) (laughs) Wally uses one of his temporal seizures to give both of them a flash of their past. He says, we weren't, you weren't always like this. We used to be friends. And Hunter gets really fucking scared by this. So he's racing forward into hypertime. Um, and I just, I love, I really do love seeing uh, Barry and Wally working together. Like, yeah. they've been in conflict for most of this volume, but yeah. I just, I love it. I love seeing them. They are also the brave and the bold. They really are. And so barry reaches back and he's like you asked me if i remembered the first time we raced but i never answered you of course i remember you beat me and i love that because this is the and they show the flashback this is when wally was still kid flash kid flash and was like a kid kid flash Yeah. yeah and he whooped barry's ass and he says you're wally west you're the fastest man alive fucking blasts off dude and so he's running up and he's like i'm gonna fuck it he catches up to hunter like almost immediately and he goes intangible as hunter tries to hit him he's like some it's something my daughter taught me and it's just so fucking cool he says every single adventure i ever had every win and every loss any every single lesson i learned in my time as the flash Thank you for reminding me, Hunter, that I don't run alone into the Speed Force. My family I love runs that panel. with me. 
I love that panel at yeah. the bottom too, where you see Scott Collins art in the back in the of back. the cover of Blitz of the two of them like running Fuck, at each other. It's like, so I, good. I love, it's so anime. Like, it's so anime. <laughs> it's so anime and it rules. <laughs> and so Wally unleashes the Speed Force on him, and we see the Speed Force ghosts mm-hmm. of Max Mercury, Jesse Quick, himself as Kid Flash. Impulse at the back and Jay Garrick. I fucking love it. I love it's the Flash family. Yeah. Uh, They all or Barry and Wally reappear, um, though in different places. Wallace finally gets uh, Commander Cold and Iris back to them Um, with Barry. They're like, we don't know where Wally went. And Commander Cold says, my entire timeline has been erased. I'm stuck here now. Fuck. Also, the force barrier thing is bad. Yeah. What did you guys do? What the fuck did you guys do? You guys broke shit. Like... And so we cut to Wally at, in Mount Hood, Oregon. And Barry arrives. He's like, look, let me help you. And Wally's like, where'd Hunter go? Like, if you and I escaped Hypertime, then so did Zoom. We have to find him. Barry catches up to him. He's like, talk to me, please. Like, we we need to... I'm sorry. We... We need to talk. Because our exploits had consequences. Not just the Force stuff. We can't time travel anymore. And Wally realizes that Hunter won. And he's, they finally have this moment where they're able to stop for a second and talk. And Wally says, look, after your mom died, you stood still for years. I might make my own mistakes now, but I refuse to make yours. I'm not you, Barry. I'm not going to stop running. And he runs off. Barry uh, begins the work of trying to uh, fix what had been broken, not just the force barrier, but also his relationships. I was kind of hoping, since his costume got tore up from the floor up, that when they showed him with the new flash ring, it was going to be his old costume again. It's literally the biggest high and biggest low for me. It's seeing Barry <laughs> Allen wear that ring, and then he pops open that ring, and what is it? The new 52 fucking costume. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? And so Barry gives us this last uh, narration where he says, The Shattered Force Barry has changed everything. I don't know what else was unleashed, but I do know that no matter how dark the road looks ahead, as long as I learn from the loss, I'll always have hope. And as he races off, we see that there was someone trapped beyond the Force Barrier. A crack of lightning arrives in Central City, and Bart... Alan, impulse has now returned. Howard Porter draws hell a hell yeah. of a Bart Allen. Hell yeah, he does. That page rocks. It rule it, and it actually makes him look like a kid, which is great. Yeah, not everyone can draw children. You're right. Some people are better at it than others, and some people just don't know how to draw children. You're right. Um, we then get a really weird epilogue that I don't think is ever followed up on. 
I I was trying to remember if this was followed up on later in the run and they just changed the name. It's you know what? I mean, we'll find out obviously, but I think this is the prelude for Flash Age. It's confusing. Let me tell you. It's very confusing that this is a thing, though. Like, I can't remember for certain. So we'll find out. So uh, we get this epilogue. The remaining renegades in the new 25th century are racing into Iron Heights Penitentiary. We find out that Iron Heights is now only home to one prisoner and that that prisoner was put there by Eobard Thawne. They get there and they're like, oh, he's broken out. No, he's free. And then they get vaporized. And whatever creature this is, which looks mysteriously like a doomsday, uh, says, finally, flashes will pay for what they've done to me. Worlds will live, worlds will die, and the multiverse will never be the same. And we see the name of this inmate is Crisis. Cool, like, cool idea. Cool idea. Cool idea. Especially dropping the infinite Christ on Infinite Earths lines. Yes. There at the end too. Like cool idea. Yeah, literally don't remember if that's actually paid off or not. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Guess we'll find uh out. last issue of this volume has my favorite cover. I fucking love the cover. Uh, the of this. Boots. It's so good. Uh, and it's cover. again, return of Scott Collins. Um, we see Iris and her memories of Wally. And we get the full Wally West life story. Him coming from an abusive home, him growing up with Iris as basically his only friend, meeting Barry, getting struck by lightning, becoming Kid Flash, becoming the Flash, and everything else that had happened in his life, the good and the bad. Uh, Iris gets a call from Barry. He's like, look, I failed him. He's been racing around the world trying to find his kids and trying to find Hunter. I don't know what to do. And then Wallace gives him the extra gut punch of, hey, I found out that I didn't fucking exist prior to Flashpoint. I'm a product of your mistake, and that's fucked up. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And he runs off. Runs right out of the book. I love that. Yep, runs right out of the book. (laughs) And so we see um, Barry giving... Uh, Commander Cold, his, uh, uh, Iris's old, or no, his old apartment, because he's going to move in with Iris. Um, and now Commander Cold's just kind of stuck there. So while he continues racing on, he keeps fixing things, saving people, fighting crime. And Barry shows up at the bench that Iris is sitting at in the park. And Iris kind of forces him to stop and sit with it for a moment. And they wait. Sit, Barry, sit. And they wait while Wally continues to push himself to the brink until he collapses in front of them. Can't find my children. Hunter won. I can't find my children. I can't find my children. And he is breaking down. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he has run himself into exhaustion. There is nothing. And I think we've been We've all been there. Yeah, for sure. Burnout is a real thing. For sure. And we see Wally finally asking for help. Um, 
he and Barry have this conversation. We don't hear exactly what it is because this is from Iris's perspective. Um, but they come to an understanding. They say, we're going to help. And we they kind of recognize that Wally was hurting more than just like, hey, I'm fucking displaced. Like, I am depressed. I am manic. I need help. Barry and Iris commit to making sure that they will not stop trying to help him and try to help his family. And then Superman and Wonder Woman show up. They're here to take him to a facility meant to help heroes in their mental health struggles. This place is called Sanctuary. Iris makes a stern warning to Superman and Wonder Woman. If anything happens to him, you're answering to me. Wally says it's going to be okay. Barry tells him, I couldn't leave without telling you you're my hero, Wally. They hug, and then Wally is off. We'll continue his story later. Barry and Iris struggle with whether they did the right thing. They don't know, and they won't know. But we cut to Central City one week later. They are building the Flash Museum. That's fucking interesting. I think it's interesting, too. Because the Flash has just destroyed, like, half the planet. Yeah. <laughs> In their race. And then a week later, they're like, oh, yeah, let's start building the museum. Let's build a museum. Though That's they had weird. already cleared out that lot. It was a vacant lot. So maybe they had already started construction. It's true. Maybe, it's yeah. It's they weird. had to, because, I mean, a week to make those gold statues. It's a, It's very weird timing. And it's very weird. But so Batman rocks up and he's like, hey, look, Sanctuary is treating Wally well. He's doing okay, but this is going to be a long road for him. And And Barry gives a warning. He says, what would, he says, that could have been any of us. Like, think of the things that you and I have done because of loss. It's the reason we wear these costumes. What would we do if we were in Wally's shoes? When is someone going to take us to Sanctuary? When is it going to be our last race? Ominous. Very ominous. Yeah. This this comes out, and it's funny, because when they first mentioned Sanctuary, there's a little footnote saying, like, follow Wally's uh, continuing story in Heroes in Crisis. Yes. Uh, which this is, like, maybe, like, seven or eight months before Heroes in Crisis actually is, like, coming out. This is, yeah. like, an early announcement for that book. This is when here. Tom King is doing the uh, the Heroes, the Sanctuary presentation at San Diego Comic-Con. He's like, yeah. Heroes in Crisis is going to be an event about superhero mental health. And yeah. no one really knows what that event is going to be. Yeah. And it is very, like I said, very ominous. Yeah. So that wraps up this volume. Uh, gentlemen, final thoughts on this volume and what was your favorite part? I'm going to go to Jacob first. What was really great about this was the fact that uh, um, I loved how Hunter Zolomon was pretty much our Thanos and releasing all the forces out and just collecting them like jewels and stuff like that. That's, 
this was really cool. This was really fun. Just like, I didn't expect uh, like this part to come in and I kind of get why everyone was just like, this is the, this is the point. This is the moment for the, for the flash. So uh, uh, it was really cool to see all these different moments from the flash history. And like, it was like, cool. I, uh, I didn't know anything about Hunter Sullivan. I didn't realize like there, the, I didn't know he was the antagonist for Wally. I, I only knew Eobon Thawne like for the longest time. So it's really cool that the you know hunter is like the the the, the other side of the coin to eobon fawn you know like they're both the same coin of the, the same both from the same coin but different sides so uh that was actually the that was my favorite part was just hunter zolomon is a character is just um something different it's the same but different i, I kind of love that that was really cool oh yeah malcolm yeah uh I, I i like this volume a lot um i think it's really interesting i think it especially I, I think this volume connects to me a lot because it speaks a lot to the pre new 52 stuff. Yeah. Um, it's all just about that. And that's my shit. So, you know, um, love hunters, all coming back, love bringing in these pre new 52 concepts. Uh, favorite part, seeing that pre new 52 flash costume. Beautiful. God damn. God damn. What a perfect comic book costume that is. <laughs> what a perfect comic book costume. It's so frustrating that we don't get that anymore. Yep, um, so true. So true, Bestie. Uh, it drives me crazy every time I see a Flash. He just looks wrong. He just looks wrong. <laughs> it's so weird. Especially since we have Wally now, like, in his, like, pre-New 52 Flash yep. costume. You know, like, it, it, we're so close. We're so close. Why can't Barry just not look like a jackass? Anyway. We're on the edge of greatness. We're this close. We're on the edge. We're on a precipice. Um... Yeah, this is a this is a great volume. It's super fun. Uh, you know, it's it's silly. It's comic books. It's the best <laughs> kind of vibe, man. Yeah, I'm I'm with both of you. I love the parallel between uh, Hunter and Eobard. This was the return of my favorite Reverse Flash, so I loved seeing him. Uh, and just the story of Wally's tragic. Like it really, really is. Um, I love seeing Wally. This is again big continuity and you know i'm a basic bitch for continuity and for lore so i was into this but uh yeah i love this volume it's got a lot of this is going to cause a lot of it's going to be the cause of a lot of things that go forward in this book which mm -hmm. i'm very excited about this is essentially the halfway point or not but, very excited about too some not exciting <laughs> um which we will get to, but uh, that does it for this volume. Before we get into next week's volume, uh, we've got a lot of emails to read. So, Malcolm, what time is it? Uh, it's, uh, wait. Uh, oh, no, he's having a speed force seizure. Uh, we've done this before. It's the mailbag. I appreciate you committing to the bit, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> if you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com, put Fash Fam Club in the subject header, and we will read them here on the Friday show. We do have some quick. catching up to do uh, because we did have a couple emails that were sent after the deadline from last week because we did record a little bit early. Um, also, Jacob did have to dip out, so it's just going to be me and Malcolm answering these. Hello. 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 Our first email comes from good brother Dylan Hall. 
Dylan. Uh, he writes, Dylan. hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. If it hasn't already happened yet, mental health check. Uh, Malcolm, mental health check. Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, listen, I'm going to be honest. I spoke about it before real quick. I got a promotion at work. And I think it's going to be a really good thing for me, and I think it's going to be a good thing for where I work, man. So uh, we're going to make some good we're going to make some good changes happen. Um, ha- having harassed Malcolm at his work, it does look like a good place, specifically because of your influence. Hey, th- hey, thanks. 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 We're trying. Um, for me, I, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm going to let you know. Uh, wedding planning is very stressful, y'all. Don't get married if you, yeah. if you can. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, it's a lot of planning. It's a lot of money. Um, it's, just, sorry, it's stressful. It's stressful. But, you know, it's... Let's it, just all go to the courthouse, man. Let's just storm the courthouse. We'll, we'll storm the courthouse. You will we'll better ass right now. Yeah, uh, Dylan great. writes, I'm not going to lie. Personally, I'm very worn out. I recently got... He recently got promoted as well, Malcolm. Hey, don't congrats. Uh, but he says there's been a lot of running around and I never feel totally done with anything. I always feel like I'm forgetting uh, something. After three weeks, things are settling down, but I still feel very tired. I want to get back to my roots and do a project that satisfies me creatively. I admire how, despite not doing this full time, you haven't missed an upload day since I've started listening. And I honestly cannot say a single one of us, single one is bad. Oops, all bangers. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> what do you guys do <laughs> to balance work commitments, downtime, the podcast, and other life stuff? Uh, Malcolm. I, I I feel like that's a great question for you. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't I don't do too much, man, in life. That's how I balance it. Um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll be honest there. Uh, I. I work a job that's, uh, especially now with the promotion, like I'm kind of working a lot, you know, uh, it's been a very busy week and I, I've been working a lot, but, um, you know, I just, if I, I, I like to, I like to take time for me specifically, uh, a thing that is, <laughs> she'll never listen to this, a thing that is a source of frustration for my partner. <laughs> Because she wants to spend as much time as possible together, and I need time just for myself because yeah. I spend a lot of time with people. My job is very people oriented, right? Uh, you know, and I need time to just be isolated and be completely by myself and doing nothing. Um, and I think that might be a part of why I don't sleep very well, you know, because I, I that that's alone time that I get, completely yeah. alone time, you know, that I can just be me and I can just read comics or watch a TV show or you know whatever just troll around on the internet you know like it's it's very solitary time so i i would say the best recommendation i could give is maybe make sure that you get some solidation time uh i think we need time by ourselves and isolated to collect ourselves collect our thoughts uh especially if you have a public facing kind of job i think that's very important you know and that's nothing again not a bad thing to say hey spend time with your partners or spend time with your loved ones you know stuff like that but you also need time to yourself. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe that's the best thing that I could, I could tell you. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, getting time alone to just decompress from things is super important. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I'll let you know, Dylan, I, I struggle with this too. There's a lot of stuff I've got kind of on my plate right now and I get exhausted. I get burnt out. Um, I appreciate you saying that I haven't missed, uh, missed an upload uh that's not technically true with uh, the wednesday show it, it got really bad um last year 
I got completely burnt out and I had to take an entire month off from the podcast just because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, but it's, it's about making sure that you are able to have time for everything. So committing specific amounts of time in your day to something so that you can be present for that during that time, and then you can let it go. I have a really hard time doing this, and it's something that I am still in the progress of learning how to be good at, but it's, it's a lot, man. It, it's a lot, and I, I appreciate you being honest and open and vulnerable yeah uh, with us hang in there dude seriously like, yeah there's there's always you know there's there's always a turnaround point yeah things turn around and work out and, and we often live for that point but yeah you know hang in there that point it, it, will come it's it's gonna get there before you know it Just yeah keep hanging exactly hang uh, in and, it, and it's it's funny because his uh his question this week is have you had any project snowball or tangent out into new ones if yes did any of them become podcast episodes it's funny you say that because this is exactly what you were talking about this is exactly um, what you're talking about because <laughs> <laughs> that's how the whole book club got started um, yeah. i was really inspired after watching the invincible show i'd never read the comic and I was like, hey, I just want to like talk with these two knuckleheads about about the uh, about the comic and kind of read through it. And it kind of snowballed into the book club. And now yeah. here we are. We're on our fourth season. And yeah. it I mean, it's it's one of the best parts of my week. So yeah, easily, easily. It's it's definitely a, it, it's a lot of fun, um, but it helps a lot to have a collaborative environment so it, it helps to be on a team yeah um he writes i'm working on some myself but your show and other projects from friends have inspired me to start them all thank you for influencing me to be a creative again i missed it loading up a new episode of the book club every friday has become a part of my weekly routine that i look forward to i won't lie i've scrolled ahead to the mailbag section parasocial relationships are fun sometimes and then gone back to listen to the episode from the beginning thank you for the laughs the personal insights and all the details i missed or just didn't know about in comics i already loved or have yet to read uh yeah man i i'm i'm really happy really happy to hear that yeah man. thank you thank you it's uh yeah it means a lot it means a lot that we're able to help people feel that way For sure. um, he he does also mention um he he in a follow-up email, says an addendum for the Hawk Girl episode uh, from last week. Hey, uh, great stuff, by the way. Thank you. That interview it, came out great, too. It's a lot to parse, and Jadzia was really, really generous with her time. Uh, it was a great conversation, and it makes Rules. me even more excited for this Hawk Girl book. Um, go, go pick it up, folks. Go yeah. pick it up. Um, he, he writes, I do agree. Uh, uh, <laughs> he says... Say the word perpetual and take off the L. You're welcome. Because I say perpetua and I will not apologize for it. I will continue to call her per oh. perpetua and I will never change, Dylan. You will never make me change. Hey, that's fair. I'm toxic as fuck. Uh, he writes, I do agree she's very <laughs> weird. While she does fit into DC's obsession with hands making universes, lining up with why an empty hand would be a threat in multiversity, she also just feels like Scott Snyder saw that copy my homework but change it a little meme and took Naruto's flawed big bad Kaguya Otsutsuki and somehow made her into the more complicated Perpetua. At least she had more setup. Now back to finish that episode, Dylan. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. 
Perpetua is really, really strange. Um, I really just don't like that Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so bloated. <laughs> it's so bloated with just a lot of unnecessary bullshit. It is. It really is. Uh, next up is an email from Abdul Kathrada. Haven't heard from Abdullah in a Yo, little bit, so happy to do? get an email. I yeah. uh, writes, hello, book club. A couple of weeks ago, Jacob Goodhart had written in and mentioned that he had finished the Star Wars Heir to the Empire trilogy. I definitely agree with him that it's a much better trilogy than what we got. I'd also recommend the X-Wing series of novels by Michael Stack Pole and yeah. Aaron Alston or Alliston, as well as the New Jedi Order series, which was when uh, Yuzan volunteered yeah. took place. The X-wing series is fantastic if you're looking for something not related at all to the Jedi or Sith, as well as a shining shining a light on the regular soldiers and pilots fighting for and building the fledgling New Republic. It's worth it just to meet the only Gamorrean X-wing pilot. The Yuzan Vong War gives you something totally different for Luke's Jedi Order and the New Republic to fight against other than just going back to the well of the Sith or the Empire. I honestly prefer the pre-Disney Star Wars expanded universe much better than post-Disney, and in my head canon, that's still the real canon. What we're getting now is an alternate timeline. Kylo Ren can absolutely just suck it. He's just a wider, much more, much worse version of Jason Solo. They're two different characters for me. Whoa, they're they're two two different characters! And listen, I love I love the twins. I love the Solo twins. They're great. Uh, All three Solo kids. I love them, but... I mean, number one with a bullet, baby. It's got to be Kylo. Kylo Ren. Kylo, Kylo Ren is it like my thrive. second favorite Star Wars character. He's great. He's great. That's my boy. I love that dude. Uh, he writes, everyone should also watch the cinematic trailers for the Old Republic game. I go back and watch those every few months. They're absolutely stellar. The best lightsaber combat I've ever seen. A perfect blend of lightsaber combat, acrobatics, and force use all melded together. I know it'll never happen, but it would be amazing if we got a full CG animated movie a la those video game cinematics focused on Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewbacca set after Return of the Jedi, or even something that takes place during the Old Republic. I have two questions for you guys this week. We're going to rapid fire these because we got a lot. Um, the first is, what do you think about Cyclops' opinion of the brood that recently came up in the X-Men? I mean, he's not really wrong, is he? The brood basically just exists to kill and eat people, and if the only way they can be reined in is by someone having the king egg and also having to be vigilant and keep them under control, with one slip-up meaning they go right back to killing everything in sight, they pretty much deserve to be wiped out, don't they? I don't think anybody was giving excuses for the Annihilation Wave, and they're pretty much the same thing. I feel the same way. Uh, they're based, they're they're an invasive species from a from an alternate dimension that is hell bent on killing everything. I understand the autonomy and life being life, That's and I thing. love me I... brew. I love brew. But I'm kind of with Scott on this one. I'm kind of with Scott on this one. And I mean, that's not a surprise from either of us. Yeah, we're Scott. True. We're Scott boys. We're Scott boys. But Uh, yeah, I but I love that that was a debate and an issue and like a real problem. And kind of the catalyst uh, between of, uh, Gene, Gene and, and Scott. Scott. Yeah, I do truly love that. That is what, and it, I think her point of view makes complete sense. Yes, 100%. given her Dark Phoenix history, and you know, wiping out a society is very touchy for her. So I think that makes complete sense. I thought that was awesome. Awesome. Uh, he writes, my second question is, what is your favorite Cyclops moment? I love Uncanny X-Men 175, where Cyclops has to take on the entire team of X-Men using nothing but his tactical skills in a danger room remote. Really shows Cyclops' skills as a master tactician, and now he's able to adapt. I also love him outsmarting Norman Osborn during the Utopia era. Looking forward to hearing what you guys think. Cyclops is right. Abdullah. I, I, I love the chess match between Scott and Norman in that yeah. Utopia era. Yeah. Um, but if I I would if I would have to go from a recent Cyclops moment, it's him deciding to form the X Men during Ten of Swords. 
that conversation where he tells the council, fuck y'all, I'm going to go pick up my kid. Prime Scott Summers. That that rocks. That is great, Scott Summers. Incredible. Uh, I don't know what my favorite Cyclops moment is. Um, you know what? There, ah, Maybe shit, not your I, absolute favorite, but just name a favorite. A favorite of mine, and I hate to say this because, especially given a present world, I don't think the run is just as good as we all thought it was. Uh-huh. Uh, but at the end of Astonishing, there's some really great Cyclops shit. I, the Astonishing run is a great Cyclops run. It just is. It, it and... has really great. I think Cyclops is the only character that's actually done justice in that run. Um, I disagree, but I understand that I am in the minority for that because i love that run I, and there are tons of problems I with loved it. it but yeah that's, that's the thing all the problems yeah. are just so prominent for me it's now hard to I, ignore I that yeah. that's it's but it's I my think there's great cyclops yeah. shit in that run uh especially great at the cyclops end like shit. when he doesn't have his powers the two he puts on man. yeah that's that's, oh. that's exactly it he puts on the astonishing jacket and he's running around like all right, not the sun, the new X-Men the new jacket. X-Men jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. And is doing cool ass shit. Like that's awesome. So fucking that's, good. That God, I love Cyclops. He's just the best character. I love uh, Abdullah. Writes a PS. We finally answered the question of who the secret leader of Black Hole was. To be honest, I was half expecting it to be Norm- Ultimate Norman Osborn. <laughs> because <laughs> to paraphrase the vision, what is a black hole if not a, a circle persevering? Abdullah, oh, I love that. That's so you. sweet. Damn it, Abdullah. That's- so sweet why would you do yeah. this to me yeah no you right you right go it's, off uh we're gonna do a back-to-back of adam stringfellow emails back-to-back or he writes uh uh what up flash rogues hope y'all are doing well and having a good week so far it's been a minute since i've asked but just making sure mental health check how have y'all been doing lately just did that hope that was okay for you as for you me asking. he writes i'm doing okay about to go on a short tdy temporary deployment soon but afterwards heading back home for a few days to go to the fairfax comic-con with my best friend from college super excited hey. about that especially since most of the cast of justice league unlimited will be there that is awesome Ooh, that's nice uh if you can get george newburn to say you're listening to the geek Explained book club that would be incredible Holy um don't spend money on that though like if, if they're gonna cost money that. don't do that but yeah, it if it's like a cool. cameo don't do it but like yeah. um he writes for this week i've had x-men on the brain ever since i saw that sick-ass wolverine suit last week or you know what would be fucking great too michael rosenbaum if he's there say i'm wally west and you're listening to the geeks book club that'd be great uh but, carl lumley carl lumley cool. holy fuck i mean any of them really but attention justice leaguers like that'd be sick <laughs> that'd be know? dope as fuck that'd be dope uh, as fuck. he writes for this week i've had x-men on the brain ever since i saw that sick-ass wolverine suit last week i'm still really intimidated to get back into x-men comics because it's a fucking lot especially the hickman run but i'm starting to have a reignited interest in x-men again which leads to my question for y'all if you could imagine in your marvel headcanon what would the future of the x-men and mutants look like to the three of y'all let's say 20 to 30 years in your marvel headcanon would mutants and would you want mutants and the x-men to not just be accepted but celebrated or do you think that mutants and the x-men will always be doomed to a dark future like days of future past or even be on the brink of extinction like in logan ultimately would there be a future worth fighting for y'all's x-men would love to hear y'all's answers and i'll catch you rogues next week much love my friends all the best and much more adam honestly and it's hilarious that you say this read the hickman run of x-men because that is a very interesting question that will that is answered in in this current Krakoan era yeah and i love it especially yeah. the payoff in inferno so yes 
Yes. Um, he writes, P.S. Canon of the week. I love the idea of Wolverine constantly having tired slash annoying dad energy all the time. Like if he's talking with Cyclops, like, God, what's God <laughs> pitching at me for now? Jesus Christ. Or he and Kitty will be having a conversation. He's like, Kitty, sweetheart, I promise we can have any conversation you want to talk about right after I get some whiskey for this coffee. <laughs> yes. I love that. That is specifically what Steve Bloom does. Yes. Uh, with his performance as Wolverine, too. He absolutely has that tired dad energy. And that is something I do love about perfect. that astonishing run is tired dad energy. Logan. Yeah, that's where yeah. the can I help? Are you a beer line you a comes beer? from? Like, <laughs> like, and I love that. Listen, I mean, without that, we wouldn't have uh, either best or second best X-Men TV show Wolverine and the X-Men. It's true. So true. You know, Um Adam, in his second email, writes, What up, what up, team? I know that I sent y'all a question last week that I would probably read this week, which we did. Uh, he, and you are getting another question in here. Here we go. Uh, if you could trade places with any of your favorite superheroes and cover for them with their jobs for 24 hours, in addition to their powers, resources, skills, etc., who would you want to be for those 24 hours? And in addition, what lessons do you think you'd walk away from after being in their shoes for a day? For me, I'd want to be Batman or Spider-Man for a day, not only because I believe in the core concept that anyone could be them with the right circumstances, but because much like Terry McGinnis and Miles Morales, I would love nothing more than to help others in a meaningful way, and I want to feel like I'm worthy for those roles, and maybe even worthwhile at the same time. Would love to hear your thoughts and opinions for this, and again, thank you for going out of y'all's way to read both my emails. Take care, team, and I'll catch y'all next week. All the best and much more, Adam. Honestly, and I know this is going to sound like a basic bitch answer, it's Superman. Like, not just having the powers, but also I really, at a certain point in my young life, was going to be or I, I was interested in journalism. And so that was something that I was really, really interested in. Um, so yeah, my answer would be Superman. What about you? Uh, my two answers, one, Superman, because yeah. I went to school for journalism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my other answer, uh, Dick Grayson. Interesting. Because what's his job right now? Loving Barbara. <laughs> you know what? You're so and right what, for that. And what would I take away from that? Being a better lover. You're so right for that. <laughs> What's his so, job right now? Taking care of the sweetest little puppy. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Pretty good job. Like, that's that's what I want. That's my shit. <laughs> so next up, we have an email from good brother Jacob Goodhart. Goodhart. Uh, who writes Dear Geek Explain Podcast. Today is a good day. Not only did we get a look at the story for Spider-Man 2, not only did we learn that Wells is halfway through his run and will hopefully be off the book soon. <sighs> Uh, not only did I find out that you all have great taste in movies and also like The Thing, which, hey, if you like that, I highly recommend The Fog. It's an awesomely creepy movie that's underrated. Also a very good movie. Uh, not only did we get our first look at Invisible Season 2, but we also got the, got the Adam Eve origin story the same day we got the, the release date for Season 2. Uh, Eve is one of my favorite characters in Invincible, and I'm really glad the show is giving her a spotlight. I love the comic, but I sort of feel like the story makes her less relevant in terms of the overall story for a while. I mean, after Conquest, I don't think she takes part in any big fights until the end of all things. But Kirkman is basically using this as a second draft, and I'm thinking he's going to find a way to keep Eve on the same level as Mark. I mean... Say what you will about his early writing, but he's really improved since then. I think he uses the series based off his work as a way to refine his stories. Uh, I, I mean, I'm walking in Walking Dead. They spent like three issues at the farm, but in the show, they made a whole season out of it, and it's way better. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on that, my guy. Oh, I'm gonna season, hard disagree on that. Season that two is the worst season. I'm so sorry. Um, also, I the finished only reading... good thing about season two is that Shane was right, and Shane is wonderful in season. Two. <laughs> 
Also, I finished reading Immortal Hulk and nobody told me about the supervillain that has the power to gaslight super hard. I love it and the ending made me tear up. <laughs> Al Ewing might be my new favorite comic book writer and I cannot wait to see what, what he does with Thor. In fact, I might read his current Venom series now. If you, if you like his stuff, read more of his stuff. Uh, yeah. the, his Ultimates run is great. Uh, his Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy iconic. run was perfect. Um, he writes, and this is before we cover what's probably my favorite volume of the Rebirth Flash run, which might, I just say, do we have to call it Flash War? It's just, I love the story, but God, that's Marvel laziness for the for the title. Adding war onto something that doesn't make it better, like the War of Jokes and Riddles. It's catchy enough to call it Of Jokes and Riddles, I think. <laughs> I disagree. I love the War of Jokes I, and I like the title War of Jokes and Riddles. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I feel fully justified in saying that Wally West did nothing wrong. It's bad enough his wife doesn't remember him, but their kids basically got erased from the timeline and gets told by Barry, who is the biggest hypocrite ever, that they can't run the risk of... They can't risk the fabric of reality to save them. Mr. I'm going to go back in time to save my mom. Oops, I made a flashpoint. Yeah, it's retcon that Dr. Manhattan did stuff or whatever. But for years, we just knew that the New 52 was all Barry's fault. And that's how I always look at it, which is why I say, fuck Barry Allen. Look at him in a stupid New 52 suit. He got no class. Doesn't even have a kid flash anymore. Left his ass for Damien. Punk. No, it's true. He ain't got no class. Look at his drip. His clothes, whack. His shoes, whack. The way he runs back in time, whack. Jay Garrick with his silly little Mercury helmet. Tight as fuck. fuck. Uh, but <laughs> speaking of the real Flash suits, let's talk about my boy Hunter Goddamn Zolomon. Jacob, my twin, I didn't know that you didn't know who he was. And I'm really glad Eric and Malcolm decided to hold off on my email to you last week. Because now you get to see why he's the best reverse Flash. He just wants you to be the best hero you can be. And so he'll kill everyone in your dog to motivate you to do it. Seeing him and Wally clash was so much fun. My favorite part has to be before the final punch. You get to see the cover to Blitz, which we mentioned. Um, and then while he uses the memories of the other speedsters to beat him, including the Zen master of speed, Max Mercury, who I think is canonically the Woo! first speedster. It's yes. either him or um, Savitar, because I think Savitar has a thing where he was like time display or either way. He's one of the first. Max Mercury is. I, yeah. I, uh, I want to say Max Mercury is. But and then I don't we remember. get Impulse back, which my reaction was, hey, Impulse is back. That's. Oh, Christ, Impulse is back. Don't get me wrong, I love Bart, but the kid has the attention span of a hamster on caffeine. I, he was about to stick a fork in an outlet at Wally and Linda's wedding because he was bored. And then yep. the ending of the story, where Didio picks Wally up off the board and throws him away in a trunk. God, I hate the way this ends. Wally was 100% justified in looking for his kids, but he's treated like the bad guy. Though I will say, upon rereading the ending, I think Wally racing around the world nonstop looking for his kids and saving people might be a callback to Wally during Kingdom Come. Because in that story, Wally's always moving and never stops, mm -hmm. and all people see is a red blur. Also, shout out to fucking Dan Mora, who drew... Holy shit! World's Finest is going back to Kingdom Come. He's going to be tackling those characters again, and I'm fucking stoked. Uh, World's Finest is going back to Kingdom Come, and I am going back to Kingdom Come! It's going to be Kingdom Coming everywhere. I am going to be Kingdom Coming! Uh... <laughs> But anyway, God great five story. I think it could have had a better title like Marathon or something. I don't know. Titles for stories are always hard for me. Marathon's not a bad title. Marathon's a pretty good title, actually. Uh, yeah. For my question this week, and Jacob, those were some real non-answers you were trying to pull last week. Respect it. I've been reading Superior Spider-Man once again, <laughs> and while it's not my favorite Spidey story, I do find it as a guilty pleasure. But I feel like that's 
what holding the character back for me is ironically his creator. I have some mixed feelings about Dan Slott in general. I don't mind his Spider-Man stories. The whole big time idea is great and I wish we had more, some more time with it, but then he just does things like Silk, which I like Cindy Moon, but her introduction is a big yikes. And him treating the MJ dismissively and saying she's anti-Marvel just really rubs me the wrong way. In fact, I was genuinely surprised to learn that his She-Hulk run is considered to be good. It is good. The She-Hulk is good. run is phenomenal. What is the MJ anti Marvel thing? What I, is that? So I I looked I, I looked into this and there are some interviews where I kind of think he was taken out of context um, by basically saying like MJ lock, locking him down is antithetical to the idea of these heroes being accessible, but I mm, I don't know. Okay. Um, but he writes, but I. Also, uh, I also read the Superior Spider-Man Compendium, which has auto written by Christopher Yost for the most part. And honestly, I think he writes it much better than Slot does. And Yost wrote that follow-up Superior Spider-Man run. He crushed it. Wait. Wait, no. No, you think no, remember that. I think Gage. Christos Gage. Gage Christopher. Yeah. It's the Chris's, yeah. man. It's the um, but yes, Christopher Yost does. Christopher Yost rules. Um, they both rule. Yost and Gage. Uh, I think he writes him much better than Slot does. To me, this version of Otto is much more likable compared to Slot's. Ironically, Yost was also writing Kane at the same time with Scarlet Spiders, who's the guy to go to for... Uh, he writes Ashoka Spider-Man, but I think he meant like Angry Spider-Man or something. I don't know. Uh, but weirdly enough, it's kind of like Miles' situation. Bendis created Miles Morales, but honestly, but I honestly wasn't really interested in him as a character because, well, he didn't have a ton of personality to me. It wasn't until Saladin Ahmed took over that I saw Miles have character traits, but even then you have the game and movies which introduce things that made him unique, like his artistic side. Malcolm is folding himself origami style right now because he has the absolute opposite view to this. He hates I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I'm sorry we're disagreeing so much, Jacob, but it's, it's you know, it is. But I love that we have different takes because we're Agreed. different people and I, I all like our it. takes are valid. Absolutely. Uh, on the opposite end of the argument, you have Spider-Man 2099, who's mostly only been written by Peter David, and who's a fan yeah. favorite and is really unique because he was designed to be the opposite of Peter. Do you guys have any instances where you've read a character who was created by one person, but then written by someone else you think is written better? Keep writing the lightning, Jacob Goodhart. Flash fact, Irie and Jay were a major plot point in this volume, but did you know that Irie West actually first appeared in Kingdom Come? In issue three, she joins Bruce Wayne's side of the War of Superheroes. She also has a brother in this universe, though his named Barry. Jay first appeared in the end of Rogue War by Jeff Johns and Howard Porter, and they both were aged up to the Speed Force to into kids from infancy. Um, maybe this is a hot take, but uh, characters who were who were written better by someone else than their creators, literally everyone created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, yes yes <laughs> and that yes. might be a hot take i was specifically going to say the x-men the x-men um <laughs> but spider-man yes, everyone um like, everyone who was written by stan lee or who was like, created by stan lee they Absolutely. established those characters and it is incredible but there's no way if they were as static as they were in those initial stories they would be where they are now yeah, Actually, i mean no. we did an entire episode uh, for X-May, talking about that first X-Men issue, first X-Men which issue, yeah. is not a great story for those characters and would no. be incredibly developed later on by other writers. So that's my my blanket statement for yeah, this. Yeah, no, absolutely fucking agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's look at someone 
else who's more contemporary. Do you have any other like contemporary ones? Which I realize is kind of hard because you know comics is not exactly you know a, a lot of these characters are long running characters. But do you have any like ideas of people who are like, oh, that's a modern character, you know, and they've been written better by this person than you know um, your Miles argument, you know? I mean, yeah, um, you know, from thinking about it. Huh. Da, 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 da. I mean, I, I could also say just um, Tom Taylor writing Nightwing better than uh, than whoever was writing him when he was created. Was that Bob Kane still? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that was somebody oh, else. Shit. Um, God damn it. I can't think of who that was. But yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, I thought of one. Do it. Uh, okay. Jerry Duggan did a better job of writing Sam Alexander Ooh. than the original creator of Sam Alexander. Jeff. I like that. I like that a lot. I I did not start. I, I have a very difficult time with Sam Alexander as a character just because right. I'm a big Richard Ryder guy. Um, like, I, I love Richard Ryder. I'm absolutely a dick writer for sure. <laughs> Uh, let me get let me let me get that Nova baby. Let me get that human rocket. Um, but I think that Jerry Duggan did a great job on that run. Like I, I think Jerry's run on that character is wonderful. Uh, and and Zeb Wells did Zeb Wells do an arc on that too? Am I remembering Probably. that correctly? He's been all over the place. He's writing every book now. <laughs> Zeb Wells is writing everyone now. Guys, I I. I still really like Amazing Spider-Man. That 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 story arc is really bad. Is really bad and like is unforgivable. That yeah, whatever twenty one through whatever whatever it is, like is really bad. Like that is an unforgivably just poorly told story, and it's very unfortunate that this is how they do the Kamala stuff. Like I right. I think it's very poorly handled. But I but I think the it's rest worse. of this book has been great. But I think it's worse and brought down because that's the crux of the entire run. I yeah, that's like the that's, events of the run only happen because of that. Which is the, unfortunate because the other stuff is so good. The other stuff is so good. And I'm when they announced Gang War this weekend, I was like, fuck, that sounds awesome. I can't it does wait. That sounds awesome. And this previous this current story with like Doc Ock has been awesome. Like has been super fun. And I I I like that book. I like that book. That's my that's my real hot take of the There's week. There's your hot take. I like that Amazing Spider-Man run, even with the really shitty story. And again, really shittily told story, like just yes, poorly 100%. handled. Poorly handled. Poorly. You know, I'll, I'll say because we we did cover it. Um, I like how Jason Aaron writes Thor more than those original, again, Stanley Jack Kirby stories. For uh, sure, I think he understands that character on a fundamental level and for sure progressed that character far enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Again, it's, it's tough. Cause like there's so many characters created by Stan and Jack. Yeah, um, exactly. It's, it's difficult to parse. Uh, Mr. <sighs> you know what? And maybe it's just me because I love that story. It's one of my top five stories of all time. I know what you're about to say. Tom King, Mr. Miracle. I guess that's fair, but I love Jack, Mr. Miracle. Yeah, it's I think great. that Jack was a better writer than Stanley. 
you are not wrong because he did most <laughs> writing anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for that. And our last email comes. Oh, the Power Rangers! Holy shit! Yes, one hundred percent. You're right. Holy shit! Ryan Parrott. The Power Rangers. 100%. I just I just looked over at my box. Ryan Parrott, uh, Kyle Higgins, Melissa Flores. Yes. Uh, have absolutely done better jobs with the Power Rangers. And those that cast, like the Mighty Morphin cast, yeah, than anyone who was doing stuff with them before, yeah, whatsoever. Totally agree. Totally Easily. agree. Easily. So our final email comes from a brand new listener, and I'm very hey! excited about this. Uh, this is this email comes from Lord Odin, aka Mullet Overlord. Love Writes, welcome, Lord Odin. Scarlet Enforcers, and I dig that shit. I dig that shit a lot. Oh, uh, shit. Writes, I recently found this wonderful show after hearing Eric on the Comics Collective a few weeks ago. Shout out to them. Everybody, hey, they rule. nice. And um, a great episode. Great episode they dropped this week. Starman. Go check it out. No, I'm talking about your episode. Oh, just stop. Thanks. Um, and as you're, you're contractually obligated to say that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but I mean, I need mean it too. That's true. That's fair. Uh, and as someone who listens to podcasts, his whole 10 hour shift, the back catalog is truly a blessing. Happy to do so. Uh, that's a long shift. Uh, even long more shift. so because I've already read all the books covered in the completed book clubs. I was able to listen through them without fear of spoilers. Hey, that's great. Hey, I love that for you. Uh, yeah. That being said, I've always avoided this flash run because I'd simply never liked Barry Allen. Wally, Bart and Jay had always been my boys, even if I largely knew them only from team books and cartoons. So I've always harbored a grudge for him basically erasing them. But I've greatly enjoyed your ultimate Spidey and Gmo runs. So I figured I'd give it a shot and read alongside the podcast. And I've got to say between this run and John Wesley ships the flash. I'm really softening on Barry. Great underrated show. I'm glad you're watching that. Great underrated uh, show. If you guys are willing, I could really use some advice. During the height of the pandemic, I, I'd given myself the project of reading through all the Justice League, started from the Bronze Age Omnis I had acquired. Woof. Yes. Uh, shortly, this had evolved into including the parallel running Teen Titans and Earth 2 based books. And when Crisis happened, I added the solo titles of the tent poles and so on to keep up with all the titles feeding wow. into the event. After a couple of years, I've mostly recently I've most recently finished DC 1 million, a fantastic event. And my next goal post is Day of Judgment. Woof. Are there any lesser known series, minis, etc. that you think I should add into reading? Or is this whole process completely insane? I'm absolutely loving the show and will absolutely be leaving a review as soon as I figure out where Apple has moved that function to. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Uh, if, you are, if you're, if listeners, if you're not listening to the Wednesday show, I've got a, I've got an initiative where I'm trying to get five reviews before August 12th. So yeah. any help with that would be, yeah. uh, would be incredible. Now's um, your chance to impact change, my friends. Impact change. Do it. Uh, sincerely, focus. Mullet Overlord. Um, he says, P.S. I'm sorry for my grammatical errors. I just finished milling lumber all day and I'm very tired. Milling lumber for 10 hours, dude? Damn, it's going down. You milling lumber? <laughs> You're so dumb. Um, <laughs> he did drop the reading list or the books that he's reading. And honestly, like, yeah, it's a pretty so... complete list. And you have the Starman in there, which is great. Um, cool. Yeah, he's I mean, you've got everything here, to be honest. So I think you're you're crushing it right now. The process is insane. I will let you know that. That and is a someone daunting task. Was also done processes like this. Yeah, same. You're in good company, my friend. Good for you. Godspeed. Man. That's Not awesome. That um, 
but yeah, keep us updated. Let, let us know how you're liking yeah. it. Let us know uh, if you have any favorite books from there, because I mean, all three of us are, I mean, we, we are who we are. We love comic books and we love hearing people we talk about comic books. So feel free to check in along as you go along with that. And thanks for yeah. listening to that back catalog. Yeah, really, thanks for coming along for the journey. That's hope, awesome. you, hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy what you've hope listened you to. and the um, experience. No, we're, we're not covering X-Men. We're not covering X-Men right now. Hope you survive the experience. No one, no one survived the experience. Hellfire Gala was the end. Spoilers. Jesus, I know, Jesus right? Christ. My God. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Mullet Overlord, for your email. And thank you to everybody who wrote in. And thanks for sticking around with thank us you. for this yeah. giant-sized mailbag. It means a lot. Yeah. Um, once again, if you want to have your email read, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put flash fam club uh in the subject header and we will read it here on the friday show but that is going to do it for this week next week we're heading into an interesting time for this book uh volume nine of flash rebirth entitled reckoning of the forces uh this is going to be collecting issues 52 through 57 and the synopsis goes like this the aftermath of the Flash War has left the Flash's world turned upside down with allies few and far between. Time lost future cop Commander Cold is an unreliable partner at best, but Barry needs his help facing the high-flying para-angels and rogues Trickster and Heatwave, especially when the Strength Force and Sage Force transform the villains into deadlier, twisted versions of their former selves. But will Cold be able to turn the tide when the Strength Force wreaks an unexpected change on the Flash himself? So yeah, this is going to be an interesting period. Um, tune in next week for that. It'll be it'll be interesting, folks. I'm going to apologize for my behavior for the next two weeks <laughs> because the next two volumes are my least favorite volumes of this entire run. Uh, yeah. Um, Malcolm's about to get real negative. I'm about to get real. He's negative dipping back into that negative speed, negative oh, speed force. Oh boy, I'm about to be real negative next week. Let me tell you. <laughs> So get ready for that. But um, that is going to do it for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time.
Same volume, uh, next volume, uh, yeah, the, it's the next, next volume, volume right? same time. Okay. All right, cool. See ya. See you next week. So now that he's gone, thank god. <laughs>